<clears throat> I don't know what the opening for this is. We, you know, teach me how to surf. <laughs> teach you how to surf. Oh, we know too much. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's funny because it is uh, the Papa Francisco bit. He does. It is like, uh, <laughs> who is it? It's uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan. Keanu Reeves. They knew too much. We know too much. We know too much. They went too far. We went too far. He said we went too far, man. <laughs> Which I guess it is kind of the Johnny Utah voice. Uh, yeah. Because it's like it's a little. <laughs> well, John, you, the Johnny Utah voice is the Keanu Reeves in every movie's voice. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you ever see him in, what's the movie he did, the Dracula movie, where he has to be all like, uh, uh, like oh, my liege, I swear to you that, I think it just is called Dracula. Uh, I don't think I caught that one. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even going to say unfortunately. It was definitely fortunate for me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Is it? Am I still on Keanu Reeves? No, I'm not. I'm still on Marlon Wayans. That'd be a- <laughs> That's right. For the very first time ever. Just kidding. I've seen this movie a bunch of times, actually. Uh, it's the first time I've seen the movie. I've seen Gary Busey go on stage <laughs> and be tear it up. Uh, from Justin's first time ever, Point Break. Uh, and then I'll play one of the many on the nose songs that play throughout this movie. Here. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Clear Tended Classics, the show where I, your host, Jake Ryan Baker, uh, normally watch classic movies for the very first time and give my nostalgic opinions on them, but sometimes we do reverse episodes. Are those special episodes? I don't know, but we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, We just gotta live with things we do sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Justin is back on the show. You saw his name. Uh, He ran. You saw its Point Break episode. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say other than welcome it's, back to the show for the upping geez, time, Justin? Jesus Christ, we're off to a fucking rocking start here. <laughs> I haven't had Duh. enough of my go juice yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna keep this energy the whole time. Let's get into this. <laughs> we were talking. We were like, yeah, we, we were we just were into like, this in, legit discussion about shit, and then it's like, let's go. Let's do this. And it's like. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I want to talk about Point Break. Well, of course. This is your first time. Yes. I, this yeah. seems like a movie, you know, I've found out on this show too many times to count at this point that assuming you would like something is, is the wrong thing to do. So well, I, had the, no, I had no idea how you'd feel about it, well, but the, this did seem like a movie well, that would be up your alley. So I was surprised well, to hear that you'd never seen it before. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, <laughs> it's action movies, it's... 80s right is 80s no it's 91 91 yeah. uh 92 yeah. i believe 91 I think. oh it is 91 yep. yeah 91 uh definitely uh, i was one year old i was one year old when it came out but <laughs> still it's like it's 90s action that's what my family probably kind of peddled in there for 
the early years as I was a kid. And then, you know, my, it's like, what are you guys watching on TV? As I sat and watched a lot of movies I shouldn't have probably, but you uh-huh. know, it's what is what it is. It is what it is what it, it is. That's uh, <laughs> all people heard. But, but up, yeah. until, up until last night, yeah. you had, I mean. I, I'd heard about it, which I had. You ever just like hear about a classic movie and you form your own opinion in your head. Then when it comes on, it's like, oh, this is not how I thought it was going. It's tough because this this movie also has permeated pop culture quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, like some of the scenes. I I'm curious for you for this being the first time watching. When I was doing my rewatch today, when it gets to that scene where it's that close up on Keanu Reeves and he's like got the gun pointed at Ronald uh, Reagan slash you know Patrick Swayze. If people have no it, clue it, what this movie's about, that you just confuse the <laughs> fuck out of them. Yeah, I, the thing is, I think people know what I'm talking yes, about. Though yes. it's like one of the most infamous scenes in cinema. Which is funny. It's not. It's not even uh, Patrick Swayze under the mask. No, it's not. It's his stunt double. Yes, he, was, uh, he was. Apparently, promoted. his stunt double has beautiful eyes. Like, what's going on there? Uh, <laughs> the eyes were so maje- majestic. Well, well, if he knew a stunt, it would make more sense. Uh, you know, than why he didn't shoot him anymore. Then. <laughs> <laughs> just uh just minor issues we'll get into later spoil uh, but but i i'm curious like you know, when a moment like that happens is that still completely fresh to you or is, uh, or is that I, or is that a moment where you go I, oh i've never scene. seen any of this movie like never seen a clip never seen a trailer have heard quotes i think we went over this last episode where i talked about it. i was i can't remember what we talked about here but i was like i just know uh keanu reeves is a quarterback who <laughs> ha- uh, becomes a federal agent and learns how to surf and goes you guys are gonna pay me to surf <laughs> yeah i remember hearing that quote and i mean i knew I- iconic names yes, I, yeah oh a fucking name <laughs> johnny utah it's one of the best names yes and uh, well uh, i knew patrick swayze was in it but to show you how how i've always just created stuff in my mind about this movie i was under the impression that like Patrick Swayze would be more in the Gary Busey role than okay, sure. Like I saw him as uh, like I, in a way I saw like you know he's like the veteran agent there, and it makes saw, sense. It's it's saw, it's rare for Swayze yeah. to be the villain. Yeah, I, I don't. Has Swayze ever been the villain? I don't know. I'm I, I'm not. I'm I don't know all of his filmography, but I uh, mean the movies that come to mind like Dirty. Like Dirty Dancing, he's a little bit yeah. dangerous, but he's like a good I, guy. And yeah. Roadhouse, obviously, he's like Roadhouse. Uh, there's a movie he's in that I I always forget the name of, but he's like part of this like Appalachian gang. Uh, I can never remember that the name of that movie because uh, I, I I probably should look it up because it's a movie I was gonna like mention to you because I was like I feel like you would like. Uh, I mean, you got Red Dawn. He's obviously mm, a hero in that. To Wong Fu, of course. <laughs> we all know that shit. Uh, he's a good guy in Ghost. Next of Kin is the movie uh, I was thinking. Never of. heard of it. Yeah, he's the titular Ghost in Ghost, hmm. which is why he wasn't in and, the chase scene. He was oh, busy we, promoting that movie. We all remember him from his uh, amazing performance in uh, The Fox and the Hound Two as well. Of course. Yes. <laughs> is Black is Black Dog that awful movie with Meatloaf in it? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, I just remember. It is. It is. Yep. It is. <laughs> are, uh, when, are, are we already playing the the game? Uh, no, we're just spitballing them. When when you see when you see a cast of Patrick Swayze, Randy Travis, and Meatloaf, it's like you're in for a fucking banger. There, people bang your head against the fucking door. <laughs> Next of Ken is the movie I was okay. thinking of. Yeah, uh, we can since we're kind of spitballing, we can jump into it. Then yeah, we can pa- talk about Patrick Swayze, Liam Neeson, no. <laughs> no. And, and Bill Paxton. No, you've gone too far. Uh, they're all like, Apple- cut. it's like 
one of their one of their think... one of their brothers gets like killed in Chicago, so the boys come the down boys. from the mountains to like get revenge on the Chicago mob or whatever. It's it's like it <laughs> sounds like a banger. I, so Liam Neeson plays a is he a mobster or a mountain person? He's a mountain person. Oh, I, <laughs> that's how awesome Liam Neeson is. Like he could be either way. Like <laughs> yeah. he could just. I mean, he, he, I can all seem to just be the random Irishman that comes in like. Uh, we need to take care of this. Yeah, no, I'm, he's I'm going to he's, he's like the, the pa- he's like the patriarch. Like, oh god, I love if I don't. <laughs> Have you seen Dark Man? No, <laughs> I do want to check out that. What's the one, what's the new one he's coming out in? Is pretty Where much is it a car? It's it's a it's a complete rip off of Speed. But I'd rather watch uh, Speed. Keanu Reeves, look at that transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, I do like Speed. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Speed Two, on the other hand, can fucking oh <laughs> uh, something. I don't know the Predator. Like rewatching. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you calling me a monster on the last podcast. I don't know why you took such offense to that because you you actively fucked me and didn't. I did not didn't act watch to, the shitty movie. I I <laughs> attempted to watch the shitty movie and then I just said, "Everyone, you commit to something, you've done it to you." And then you're halfway through and it's like, "I I gotta tap." Like, nope, nope. I can't I can't make it to round one. I can't make it to the end of this fight. I gotta tap. <laughs> and then and then and then it was fun. But uh, but yeah, predator the predator. I forgot how. I don't know if that's a bad movie as say like Speed Two is, or even like The Crow Sea of Angels, but it makes me angry on so many levels sure. watching that movie. Like we didn't like it's a good thing I blather mouth for fucking who knows what AVP and because had we we didn't get a full length amount of time to fucking just crucify that movie. <laughs> yeah, it is like at the end of the day, there's not much to say about it other than it's just it really sucked. bland and bad. <laughs> and Shane Black pulled a guy who hadn't done a movie since the 90s. To, <laughs> and he was so hurt that people are so just confined to their beliefs on how the predator could be. They wouldn't accept his <laughs> shitty idea. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I think as we, cause we are going to do a beat by beat, like plot breakdown until we'll, we'll save like your, reactions to certain things for those moments i think but i am like and and i know you like to like save your overall feelings for the end as like sort of like a the prestige or whatever well (laughs) i always have a film there's so it's somewhat film noir how i feel because like i was loving reservoir dogs until it just hit a long peak and then it ended well then Mm -hmm. it's like nah, this movie is good but i don't see myself going back to it or yeah, there's I, I tried to do that with the with Predator 2 because it's not a great movie, but it's just a fucking fun watching experience, and that's what I'm here for. It's just a movie that has like it's like Except pretty well I, shot and it like has interesting people in it as opposed to a lot uh, of modern movies. Interesting, <laughs> interesting people. You mean the Predator? Because everybody else is kind of. It's laugh. Danny Glover's interesting. He was interesting as an actor. However, a 50-year-old black man. Bill Paxton. Have, uh, Bill Paxton was good, but a 50-year-old old cop who's been fucking freaking borderline ambling Liam Neeson style and ambling. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And I think uh, I think if you listen to the Sofo episode they do on it, Zach says uh, when he turns corners when he's using his gun, it was like he's chopping wood. Here's a question I have for you. Bring it. How familiar are are you with Catherine Bigelow, the director of this film? Uh, zero. Because I consider myself a fan, but I'm 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 sat here looking at her filmography and realizing I've seen two movies, <laughs> two of her movies. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just went typing Point Break and it get brought up the surfer definition on wikipedia so <laughs> wikipedia well, don't get don't get don't get it confused with the remake which i have not seen i i kind of uh, want to see it now because it, uh it's pretty revi- well, it's pretty reviled 
Uh, well, I feel like, I well, anytime you do a movie like Point Break <laughs> and it's got none of the people, anytime you try to remake a movie like this and you don't have anybody, and it was a very, it wasn't like they remade it. Like, for all things I fucking hate Tom Cruise for and hoping he never makes a fucking movie again. And like she, his, she did a movie called K19 starring yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, oh, no, Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, What's about this that? movie? <laughs> How about that? Uh, but Catherine Bigelow. Okay. I know her from, she made a vampire movie called Near Dark, which Bill Paxton is in, by the yeah, way, how about that? Uh, and Bill Paxton's great in it, and I love that movie, but most people know her for, they know her for Point Break. Oh, and they, she did, and she did the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. Yes, she, she get did, like, and then she did that movie Detroit, which I remember when it was coming out thinking, is that, oh, the, is that the weird, like, civil rights movie or something like that? I or? think it's like it's, a, I think it's, it's, about, like it's a, about, it's a cop movie, it's like a police raid. Well, it's like, I think it's like police brutality or something. But or, it's like, it's a John Boyega movie. Yeah. Um, Isn't Anthony Mackie in it too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just, I feel... But I guess my question is like, have you have you seen the Hurt Locker? Have you seen no. Zero Dark Thirty? No, because I have. Nope. I haven't watched those because I don't like war movies. Yeah, neither do so I. So I just don't watch them. Detroit, I probably should have seen. Mm-hmm. The other big one is I. I've seen bits and pieces of Blue oh. Steel, which is I a wouldn't... Jamie Lee Curtis cop movie. Uh, is that the one with Shaq, or is that real no. steel? <laughs> no, that's well, be like that's just steel. Steel. Up. <laughs> hey, I was like, like Jamie Lee Curtis was a movie with Shaq. <laughs> no, it's uh. She's really uh, she, Clancy Brown's in it, but I don't know uh, she's just like a she's a cop who like stops a robbery, but then like a guy like witnesses her killing somebody, and he becomes like a murderer because of it. It's a really weird like th- it's like a it's like a thriller. So, so you, you totally sound like Stewie like. Well, if he like gets out of a coma, and like I'm, I'm like a famous race car driver, and then he shows up at the race, and then I wreck, and I go in coma, and I come out, and then he's the race car driver. But I'm like I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her filmography and I'm like, man, I kind of want to see some of these movies. She's got like a Ray Fiennes movie called Strange Days that I've never heard of. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. So we, we've gotten incredibly yes. far afield. Uh, this, and you wonder why I didn't want to do free form, free forming. <laughs> Where we do- was it again? Is that it? Free forming? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm free. <laughs> eh, appropriate for this movie. Yes. Uh, they're, they're, Are we? <laughs> they're free falling. But, We're not. Uh, I guess. You know, yes. I just uh, I wanted to talk about Catherine Bigelow, but I guess okay. we don't have much to say because I've only, I just, I've only I, seen two of her movies. Like literally, I did not get in directors until I started doing the shit with you. Like, do you like this director? Is like, you look at the directors. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? And then, well, I, I, I the only director that I knew, Shane Black's a piece of shit. Uh, he sucks. <laughs> I, I've made this known. Like, <laughs> he's got more. He's got more hits than, eh. than misses for me. Does but. he? Does it? Once again, does he have hits, or does he just get really good people to do his bad shit? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> eh, eh, eh. I'm not gonna sit here and defend okay, him. Yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, I didn't get <laughs> anyway. I didn't get again directors. Well, until... well, speaking of other directors, one thing that's pretty interesting about Catherine Bigelow is she was married to James Cameron. Ah, I think I saw. I saw uh, there was a, a, a little bit about James Cameron by Skim Pass. And, and so they were like a real power couple in this time. Like ah. they both did uncredited rewrites on this script, and obviously he's in the middle of making like the fucking Terminator movies at the time. Oh, yeah, right. uh, which is like Terminator 2 was like number one in the box office when this movie came out so it's just like just a really interesting like to think of like what that relationship must have been like with these two like really talented directors and writers like you know married to each other and uh, he's like he, he tends to be a producer on a lot of her early movies and stuff like that like Near Dark and Blue mm-hmm. Steel and, and you can kind of see a little bit of Cameron flavor in there uh, obviously all he just does now is fucking Avatar movies yeah, but well, <laughs> Well, you spend two billion, you need to make a, 
you spend a billion dollars, you make maybe three. I feel like it's a pretty <laughs> lucrative business. He's he's a, he's a, he's an interesting cat. That's what. Well, that's what. Uh, at work, there was we have this really old guy. He's uh, I just make fun of him really because he's one of these tough old like everything was better the way it used to be stuff like that. And so we were talking about my boss was talking about Avatar because he took his kids to see the new one, which I still haven't seen by the way. I was gonna watch it. Uh, one night, and then I was unaware how much the attention that caused you to put for a couple hours before you go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, and he's like, that's just dancing with wolves. And it's like, it's also made a lot more fucking money than Dancing with Wolves had. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, a lot of people, one, a lot of people well, call the first Avatar just Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Avatar has blue people and all this cool stuff. Uh, Dancing with Wolves has fucking people getting fucking scalped. <laughs> and I feel like Disney can't go that route. I was like, I feel like Disney couldn't go that route of scalping people, Terry. So they kind of just had to do what they can, what they had. The second one is a little more violent than I would have guessed. Like uh, so, something I always forget is the, av- the avatar people are like way bigger than humans. Hmm. And so like, they'll like shoot, <laughs> they'll like shoot people with arrows and then the arrows will like hit, hit the humans. That's- and they'll just like, it's like they're getting hit with a fucking like javelin. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail this, but one of the funniest. So as a, Youth, uh, doing new crazy shit. I still remember the first time I ever did mushrooms. Well, second time actually. Uh, the first time I ever did a heavy amount. Like, this is gonna really you're gonna have a trip. Uh, we're watching Avatar, and there's a scene where like the girl, like, uh, Sam Worthington. Whatever happened to that guy? Like, he was a he. He had a moment there for a second. But anyway, so he's like he does he discovers like he's an avatar. He can walk and, and then. Like the main uh, scientist lady, I think is her name Grace or something. I don't know what. Her I have fucking. Clue. I haven't. This is <laughs> last time I saw this movie. I think was because I was on mushrooms. The only anyway. name I know of Avatar is Jake Sully. Yeah, Jake Sully. <laughs> anyway, she comes out. She's wearing a Stanford T-shirt in her Avatar form, and me, uh, fully engrossed in mushrooms, can't stop laughing. First response that all my friends remember is. <laughs> what size shirt is that? <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like is a legitimate question. Um, it would have to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a 6X probably. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Point Break. Uh, so yeah, well, game. We, we, talked, we talked about the director. but And we're back. Ready break. We're back in. <laughs> let's talk about the actors. Let's talk about them. We, we, do, the, we do the little Rorschach test. Yes. Uh, so there's not, we're not going to go... I'm sure people that are big fans of this movie are like, but no, the guy that plays Roach is like a blah, blah, blah. And this guy, like one of the guys that's in the movie is like a red hot chili peppers guy. Yeah, I'm, like, I, The James LaGrosse sound awful familiar, but I looked through his shit and I was like, I don't know anything. He, why do I know that? Does that ever kill you? You see somebody's like, I know their name. And then you're like, I haven't seen any of these movies. Where the fuck do I know you from? Yeah. Like, I think there's a handful of people that are like sports guys or band guys, but we're going to keep it pretty simple. I think. Uh, sure. I, I am going to lead off with Tom Sizemore, uh, uh which I mean, if you don't have anything to pull for him, that's fine. I do. I, I'd never seen the movie, but I just know this because it was a big deal in my household. Uh, I think the movie's called three. Okay. I, no, 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 it wasn't. No, it was, uh, um, hustle. He played Pete Rose in the movie because mm. uh, my family were big Reds fans and I could see that they kind of look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Don't he they? Play, yeah, he, yeah. He played Pete Rose. That's all I knew. It, the only other movie after that I would say was probably uh, he was in a movie called Paparazzi with a uh, Cole Hauser. Okay, uh, my poll for him is True Romance. Ah, yes. Uh, him and Chris Penn, who uh, fans of the show remember from the Reservoir Dogs episode. Oh yeah, uh, Chris Penn. Fuck 
fucking they're, awesome. they're, they're the cops that yeah. are yeah. like busting Bronson pin, pin no, like, balls. Or... No, the first, <laughs> like, I remember the first time I, I ever watched True Romance, my brother was obsessed with that movie and with all good reason. <laughs> yeah. My brother has a good, much better film taste than I do, probably, I would say. But I just remember walking in. The only, remember, the only scene I remember is Chris Penn having, like, he, it was a total mind fuck as, like, a fucking seven year old watching this movie where Chris Penn, like, he does the, this for Cody and just shoots a guy. <laughs> and then Alabama grabs a gun and shoots him. And so I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, but yeah, he's he's pretty prolific. He's he's in a lot of Catherine Bigelow movies. He's you know he's in well, he's he's in Heat. Well, like I said, uh, he's he's in a he's like I said that Ernie Hudson. You put him in a movie, he's gonna do really great. But you're never gonna be like, man, remember when Todd Sizemore or Todd Sizemore, Tom Sizemore did this? He's in uh your favorite movie. Wyatt Earp. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's the movie that was yeah. like the simultaneously yeah. with Tombstone. Because well, the, the, <laughs> didn't the director was going to do a movie with Kevin Costner about... Uh, yeah, then Kevin Costner got mad and left and he's like, I'm going to make my own movie. Come on, Costner, you're better than that. I like you, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's just... he's he's It's just always... He's barely... He has literally one well, scene in the movie, but we, I, we, I, I like Tom Sizemore. And we don't have those actors anymore that can be like... I just talked about the Bill Dukes, Ernie Hudson, Delroy Lindo, Tom Sizemore, uh, Bruce McGill. Yeah. Like, there's a handful of those actors. He's always happy to see him. Yeah, he's, it's that guy in that movie, because they're in every movie. It's like, yeah. That's my guy. Uh, John C. McGinley. Um, uh, on Deadly Ground, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Have you seen that one? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, it's one where he, uh, in, I believe the proper word is uh, he... Uh, is saved by a bunch of indigenous people. Am I doing, <laughs> am I doing good here, Jake? I don't know. I think Native American is fine. Well, no, no, no. It's uh, not. No, it's the uh, people who are native to Alaska and those uh, colder countries. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to do good here, Jake. No, no. Now that I know what you're talking about, <laughs> yes. totally, yeah. Yes. Uh, the E-word is like kind of a no-no. Yeah, apparently, now. yeah. You can't, uh, even, you can't even say the E-word kisses anymore. It's yeah, so, which is I, fine. I, I, you know, I defer to w- what people say. I'm just like, hey, I'm not trying to defend anybody. No, no, no. Like I said, we're all learning here, Jake. We're trying to correct bad behaviors. On deadly ground. Which one is this? Uh, uh, it's got, oh, yeah, the Alaska it's got, Michael Caine. It's got Michael Caine. Michael you, Caine. You just have to talk really slow and talk about things. My uh, friends and I, we were we were working for a local governor. We were trying to get them by bribing them with precious stones. John C. McGinley, <laughs> I'm not going to be cute. It, I recognize him from Scrubs, but, you know, Office Space, he's mm. like iconic in that. Another, another one, another movie I'm sure you've never even heard of or seen, uh, Summer Catch. Have you seen that one? Or <laughs> no. It's uh, Frey Prince Jr., Jessica Biel, Matthew Lillard. Okay, it's a baseball movie. It's on my. It's on one of my lists. He's in Forty Two, apparently. Uh, he's in The Rock, which I think he's he's pretty. Oh good. yes, he, he's 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 one of the soldiers. Yeah, he, The Rock has so many fucking good people. Oh yeah, The Rock. The cast for The Rock is fucking. They're all stacked. rocks. Uh, but he's actually in a movie I will briefly There's... mention called uh, The Good Catholic, um, which was filmed here in Indiana at oh the, shit at uh, Indiana University. He uh, plays a IU. He Go play, Hoosiers! He plays a priest. Um, him and ironically, a uh, 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 friend of the show, Danny Glover, who we've said nothing but good things. I about. I love Danny Glover. He just shouldn't be in an action movie. Uh, there, there's a movie called The Good Catholic. I'm too old for this shit. I actually know a few people that made the movie, and like uh, Danny Glover and John C. McGinley play priests in the movie, and and they're fucking phenomenal. John C. McGinley. I mean, Sorry. another guy who you're just, just when he shows up, you're like, oh. This yeah, guy, like, he's, he's always one of those guys. Like, oh, that's my guy. He's in everything. <laughs> he's always going to deliver. He has one job in this movie, I, uh, and he does also, it very effectively. <laughs> I also want to add, just thinking of, just imagining them playing priests in the movie makes me think of uh, 
a movie. I'm trying to look at pod. I'm trying to look stuff referencing that podcast we both love because I do it too much of them. But there was a movie about these two guys who played uh monks. <laughs> I just imagine John C. McGinley and uh and uh Danny Glover playing the part of those as priests. That's fair. That's the oh, Dennis no. Rodman movie. Yes, yeah, Simon says yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, John, I, I've got her name, but it's oh. <laughs> a good one. Uh, Johnson McGinley is also in a movie called Talk Radio that I really like. I've never seen it. He's he's just like a, I wouldn't have expected you to see that one, but uh, it's just like a, what do you expect me to see at this point? Uh, point Break. <laughs> and I didn't see it, so how about that? Uh, this one apparently is just for me, but Lori Petty. Um, yeah, I don't know her. You don't know her. I know she's. Uh, if people listen to one of my recent episodes where I talked about. Uh, I took I took a cue from uh, Cinephobe and did a navel gazy episode where I looked back on some of my favorite movies that I've seen for the show, um, and I mentioned Tank Girl and Lori Petty is the lead of Tank Girl and I love her in that. Now, uh, just to circle back to John C. Begley, another personal favorite. He's in that I love any given Sunday. Okay, yeah, I mean he's uh, he's prolific as fuck. Like very. He's that he's one of those guys where he does have a really memorable name, but he's definitely one of those guys where it's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, you, you see, it's he sometimes he has a mustache, sometimes he doesn't. It's whatever he wants to do. Uh, but she's also in a league of their own. Oh, um, yeah, I've heard of that. She's uh, Gia Davis' sister. If you, if you had a sister, you've probably heard of that movie. You've never seen like. a, the baseball guys, never seen a league of their own. Um, <laughs> no, it's a great baseball movie. <laughs> um, I have. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing against it, I'm sure. I just don't think I was the demographic for that movie. I think you'd be surprised. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> okay, Brendan Shaw. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, um, uh, Gary Busey. Uh, I think we covered this Black Sheep. It was in the last one. Yeah. That's the first movie I watched as a kid where I know I knew who he was. I just knew him as a kid as that unhinged man. Yeah, so like, we, 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 we a, did do Gary Busey for I, The Predator too. Uh, I can go to your mama's house and start a small fire in her panties. Are you get out of the car? <laughs> uh, was the... But I will say, like this is one of the yeah, movies oh. I think of him in. Uh, they got me paired with some fucking hot shot quarterback. <laughs> I was sitting there driving to the bottom of the pool, finding bricks to figure out how to rob banks. They're surfers, you talk. There's like the best Gary Busey's maybe ever been is like the two minutes where they're waiting outside the bank. Oh. Like that, need, that scene is like iconic. <laughs> I, they, they make really good sandwich over there. I need two. I mean, I could eat. I could eat the ass out of a horse right now. At the ass end of a rhino. The ass end of a rhino. Whatever. God damn it! That Calvin and Hobbes is so funny. What <laughs> <laughs> my what my uh, Gary Busey film is where it's like obviously I know I just associate with Black Sheep because that's where it's like as a giant Chris Farley fan as a kid. That's where it's like oh yeah he's that guy in that. Here's kind of an interesting one though, uh, because. For how bad of an actor he is, he's incredibly prolific. But what, uh, Gary, Keanu Reeves, the replacements, the replacements. That's Quick. your okay. No, that's where I got introduced to him. That's probably the most movie. Uh, it's the other. Have you ever seen the movie Hardball? Mm, no. Oh, I, I. It's a baseball movie. It's a good one. Like we, and you can see like a twelve-year-old Michael B. Jordan in that movie as well. Mm. But yeah, he plays a. Uh, he pretty much plays a. It's pretty much. <laughs> I'm just saying it's pretty much they try to do it, I think as like an urban bad news bears. Uh, well, he plays as a gambling addict who's like down on his luck and uh, his friend uh, promises to pay, pay off his gambling debts. If he coaches this a uh, troubled youth baseball team and okay, uh, no, I watched that and then transitioned that from to like to the wire for Michael B. Jordan to 
all of a sudden he's fucking jacked and creed and it's like sure do, do you have an actor by the way just outside that you've like seen from the very beginning and it's like fuck yeah like i saw him when he was i knew he was gonna be something i knew he was gonna be something yes. that's interesting yeah. um he's my only one i can think of uh the closest way I can think of that, but I don't remember as a kid, but I was watching a Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Angel in the Outfield and loving that movie so much. And it was like, or Star Johansson, Home Alone 3. I think that was a different thing, though. Uh, we'll circle back to that. Let okay. me let me percolate yes. on that. That's a great question. Yes. I like that. Uh, but Keanu Reeves, yeah. uh, if we're doing Snap Judgment, I, like it's just because it's fresh, I'm going to say John Wick. Which, But it's like, I mean, John Wick, The Matrix movies, Speed, we mentioned before, Bill and Ted. Well, uh, I associate these things like when I think, like, when did I, like, Keanu, it's funny circling back to Keanu Reeves and the replacement of this movie because in the replacement, he plays a down as like quarterback from Ohio State, which had to be just like, (laughs) we're going to make him a quarterback. You're from Ohio State just because that's where you were in fucking this thing. Well, this is, I think, is pre-replacement, I believe. Yeah, it, well, that's why that's why I'm saying replacement. Oh, I, I see. Reverse it. I think you did the other way. No, I understand. I, yeah, I got my. So, so crossed. it's like, so it's like, yeah, you're gonna be a quarterback in the replacements. We'll, we'll go to the backstory. Well, then one, he's gotta be from Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, the Ohio State yeah, University. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, the brown worthless nuts of football. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, He's fucking Johnny Utah. Johnny right? fucking Utah. I mean, I guess I should. Uh, this movie also is one of the movies I pull him from. Uh, it's just like, it's funny because like, so we should probably just get ahead of it now. I mean, yeah. as, as far as Keanu Reeves goes in general, Keanu Reeves is this like, he's become this pop icon. And by all accounts, he's like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the best. And he seems like a really nice guy. He's probably super fun to work with. There is something about him that's charming, but I've never seen a movie that he's in and been like, man, he's doing a great job as an actor right now. <laughs> well, did you ever see, uh, you, you know who Matthew He is Perry? really good in the replacements, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> like, I feel like they when you try to put him in like a... Hardball, he's not bad, too, either, in my opinion. They don't make him do too much, which he's... It's a very serious movie, but he doesn't like... I don't know. There are some moments where he's trying to be like, huh, I'm doing this right now. We're going we're gonna to do this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but uh, did you ever uh, read uh, apparently what Matthew Perry said about uh, Keanu Reeves' book? <laughs> no. It's something, it was something along the lines of, you know, Heath Ledger has gone before our time and just named a lot of dead actors. He's like, and Keanu Reeves is one of the best box office actors. Like, how far have we fallen or something like that? Oh, God. Uh, it, was <laughs> some, it was something like that where it was like, God damn. Uh, he had to apologize to him. Apparently, I'm. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Perry. How about the Friends episodes? <laughs> yeah, what's Matthew? Matthew? I love I love Friends. Who cares saying. what Matthew Perry has to say? I love Friends. Love the whole nine yards. Uh, he did that movie with Salma Hayek, which fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Keanu Reeves is an anomaly to me because I'm never sad to see him in a movie, even though I oh. don't think he's a great actor. What's weird about this movie in particular? Uh, uh, I, so here's the quote: "It said, why is it that original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us?" Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like you thought, "Oh, this is gonna be really funny," but this. 
I just uh, I will the, say, everybody he, loves Keanu Reeves. That's such a weird pot shot to take, though. Like, I mean, he's he is not. I understand if you're like a thespian, but it's like not like Matthew Perry was like cranking out. Like, no, <laughs> his best movie was still the whole nine yards, and he was like, do not the reason that movie no, was good. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry, but like he was like honestly, he was like maybe number four or five because you got Bruce Willis, you got Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, was Kevin Pollock's in that movie? Amanda Peet's in that movie, and I don't know if she's a good but Natasha Henstridge. Oh. <laughs> You're really thirsty this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I always make references. So I I give I give actors their due when, which I will say the only reason I do want to watch the remake because uh, who plays the uh, the what's her name again? That you like her. Uh, love interest Laura oh, Tyler in the movie yeah yeah uh it's uh Teresa Palmer who is okay I don't know, are you familiar with her not really uh the only movie I've seen she is uh take me home night with Topher Grace and she's pretty hot in that okay <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing myself any favors here <laughs> uh but yeah I just don't know I don't know what to think about him because it's like he just when he works he works and it's like it's hard to imagine the matrix without Keanu Reeves. He's not turning in a great I mean, performance in that movie, but it works for some reason. I mean, just imagine if Will Smith had said no to wild, wild west. And yes. To the matrix. I don't know. Like I, it's a completely different which, movie at that which, point. By the way, did you ever hear Will Smith reason why he turned down the matrix for wild, wild west? There was a, I feel like I had, it was something, it was it. something like he met the, whether the Wachowski brothers or whatever, or I mean, at the time they were the Wachowski oh, yeah, the, brothers, the sisters now, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a it's, it's it's easiest to just call them yeah. the wachowskis the, the wachowskis yes anyway he's will smith's like i met with them and they and so just so you know their only successful movie at this point was a movie called bound which it was, was the only movie they'd made yes, yes which was which i can't remember how he explained it. well he's doing comedy will smith doing this yeah and he's like and they explained this as like you're gonna be like fighting but not really fighting and and will smith is just like okay like <laughs> It was Will Smith also turned down Django Unchained. He fucking kicked it. Like <laughs> how I imagine had like a competent director done Wild Wild like for all for what a shit bag of shit Wild Wild West is. I love that movie. <laughs> I I do, it's it's a bad movie and Will it's Smith a terrible movie. <laughs> Will Smith plays a character that's such kick ass like the smooth talking <laughs> like even the song where it's like West Jim West Desperado where it's like it's like swallow your pride don't want your lip react you don't want to see my hand where my hip be acting it's just like he's a badass like smooth talking cowboy and he is like, yeah, like got, his... he has he has nothing to work with in that movie it's like like a like he could have made Django Unchained like Jamie Foxx did a good job of being like the serious like uh, but Will Smith could add 10 times the charisma that Jamie Foxx had. Yeah, it's funny because like, his name is tough these days because of that whole controversy. And, and he... Not that I actually even really care that much, but it's like it's easy to forget how charismatic and awesome he was back in the day. Uh, what what kicked me back into it was a cinephobe when they did a Bad Boys 2 and they talked about like... Sure. And then I did a deep, like, deep dive. I watched all three... Ba the first Bad Boys movie is... Like, I feel like when you want on-screen chemistry, like, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith is, like, that's what I want. Yeah, they have great chemistry. I mean, like, that movie, immediately, like, like five minutes in, the first line from Will Smith, because Martin Lawrence is eating a cheeseburger and his Porsche, like, what is this picking shit in my car? It's immediately, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, you're in. Well, it's like, I, I, I always talk about, like, the first Men in Black movie, I think, is a borderline masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and a did, lot of it is, he's just 
He has so much charisma. Which I want to <laughs> add this. Amin talked about this on a separate podcast. Amin from Cetophobia. Uh, they he was talking about like basically. Uh, I wouldn't say actors, but people who like do everything. Like his like grand thing of guys who can do it all is, Jay- is Jamie Foxx can sing, can do a serious role, can do a comedic role. He's like he's the best. He made a top five, and he kind of just dismissed Will Smith. But I was like, do we forget how fucking like. Men in Black, Will Smith fucking killed it in that role, made a kick-ass theme song for that movie, <laughs> like, was funny, was cool. Like, I feel like people, because he made After Earth and a lot of other shitty movies, people forget how fucking, like, A1 Will Smith was. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Like, Jamie Foxx, in my opinion, will never be what Will Smith was. Yeah, but I do, I do have a lot of respect for Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is actually a little underrated. I, I, the, only, <laughs> the only thing he has, he, he does stand-up, which is pretty funny. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, though. he's good too, Ray. He, he's a he's a really good he did, actor. He did the Amazing Spider-Man too, though. <laughs> it's not his fault. <laughs> uh, he said yes. <laughs> it's like if if someone is like really good in a lot of movies and then they have a dud, I tend to defer to whoever was making the movie than the the actor. Mm. It's not it's not like he made him like like his character's motivation was like Spider-Man didn't come to his birthday party or something. Like I don't. It's, it not, was, it's not his fault. He loves Spider-Man, and he it's really the I never seen a movie, but I just I at the time I was balls deep in Spider-Man and everything. Like this is gonna be good. Like there's a nice like, out of context quote. What at the time I was balls deep in Spider-Man. Well, I was balls deep in the Predator not too long ago. Just saying. But just say I'm Justin. Does Felicia yeah. know? Uh, she's cool with it. <laughs> Gets me out of her hair. She's fine. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, no, I was all about Spider-Man. And I was so, I wanted this amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew Garfield to work because I felt like it was, a, Tobey Maguire just bored me eventually because he, sure. he, he was a very boring actor, I feel like. I think those movies were so like, whoa, at yeah. the time, well, I think we were kind of like tricked into being like, yeah, Tobey Maguire's cool. And, it's like, and Sam Raimi's an amazing director uh oh you don't like the quick and the dead <laughs> i like the quick and the dead it's not it's not, uh, a ma- it's not a masterpiece of cinema let's be real here i think andrew Dar- garfield was a yeah. was a great pick for spider-man yeah. but those movies are both pretty terrible no, well <laughs> I, I think it was you that was telling me because i was like because wasn't he which one was the wizard was it the first one? the first one yeah the first I, amazing spider-man i was talking to you about it and like you said you told like, i don't think i've ever seen that movie and he's like yeah, it goes from he's like in school, whatever, to all of a sudden jumpstart into a fight with the lizard, that, <laughs> like this terrible editing. But no, but that one it was like he's a fan of Spider Man. He's like he's like an obsessed fan of Spider Man. He goes through this rapid like transformation. I, I don't was is he like Electro or yeah, something? he's Electro, Electro, and then all of a sudden like you lied to me, and then all of a sudden he, he becomes hates this, me. You lied to me, and then like he becomes this like psycho villain who wants to. I think people. they're bringing him back. <laughs> well, they're doing it. They're, Marvel, it doesn't matter. This also has nothing to do with Point Break. Oh my God, we're awful. Uh, but just saying, Marvel has gotten... <laughs> they, they, someone has just like... There's no more adults watching Marvel. They're just letting the right. kids write scripts. It's like, what? We, we can just we can just do a green screen and throw a bunch all, of shit? All that being said, I, I, do, I do like Jamie Foxx. Yeah, uh, I love him too. Uh, but He's one of the good actors left. We've saved... Report. Uh, raise an eyebrow the best for last uh, Patrick Swayze <laughs> uh, I have not seen this movie but I had a sister who <laughs> dirty, re- dirty dancing re- yeah you have sisters you don't t- relentlessly this movie was on the television nonstop. I know you don't put baby in the corner <laughs> 
I mean, it, ha- it had the dude from Law and Order. That I you loved. know, you know what? I'll match you a little bit in your in your thirst. Uh, thirst. I oh, you're you're big on monster crush on Jennifer Grey. I think she's I so know. hot. I don't know who uh, that is. My my big thing with her was like she was kind of iconic. Uh, she had like a, kind of a bigger nose, and then she eventually got like a nose job, and then just like straight up stopped getting work after that. And I was like, why? I loved I loved the way. She- oh man, she was in Red Belt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jennifer Gray. Uh, you might know her from Bu- Bu- uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I've honestly never Red, pulled- her and Patrick Swayze were both in Red Dawn as well. I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it's like one of those movies you just. It's so quoted and so it's literally they just plaster shit everywhere you know it. It's not my favorite movie. Like uh, the whole point is Matthew Broderick is kind of like a condescending prick and skip school, right? Yeah. It's like the the secret thing about that movie that people will try to argue about is that his friend Cameron is like kind of the actual protagonist that's like going through the change. But you try to tell me about these things and I just roll my eyes at these. It was the actually this. It was if you need to explain it, then it's not a fucking thing no it's not like you're it was just it was a movie it that, ain't that deep bro it was a movie that was like meta before like meta was cool and, you say meta too and it's just like <laughs> what i you explained to me what it is i know what it is but you say these things and i'm just like speak english bro well it's like where ferris bueller like would turn and like talk to the camera uh it's that and, uh, and, it's, uh, it's like the family guy stuff yeah it's like you think you think that's bad <laughs> uh but swayze for me It'll always be Roadhouse. He's the I, guy from Roadhouse. I will say also, yeah, that's another thing. Because I've I've wanted to do that with you a few times on here because I've never fully seen that movie. I've only I know I know so many quotes. I know so many moments. Uh, like I remember, like my parents watched that. And I remember clips. Like I remember a pretty huge death in the movie. I, like, yeah, <laughs> like my my childhood. That movie is just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Sam Elliott and fucking uh. Uh, Patrick Swayze are just in a bar, just kicking the fuck out of people. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's, it's fucking it's, great. Like, <laughs> I never see it, so I want to see if like these memories are true. But there's just like moments where Sam Elliott walks in, the dance floor clears, this fucking guy fights him, he beats the fuck out of him, and the dance floor clears, and Patrick Swayze walks in, and he beats the fuck out of him. And of course, I know the ultimate line of "You've gotten rich off these people, haven't you?" <laughs> You're damn right. I want to get richer. Yeah, Brad Garrett. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're damn right I have, and I'm gonna get richer. Uh, he's like an iconic evil, just str- just evil capitalist businessman. Is, is it up there with Jack Pounce? Uh, pretty much, except he's more blatant about it. Ray, Ray Tango. <laughs> uh, how many millions? How many millions? God, there's there's a couple times in this movie where in Point Break with Patrick Swayze fights, and I was like, there it is. There's the yeah. there's the Roadhouse chops. Uh, Roadhouse. He just looks fuck. He just can move, man. Patrick Swayze oh, can fucking move. Yeah, there's, there's a, like Danny Glover and what's the fellow from the Crow Sea of Angels that uh, Vincent whatever. There's so much like people took for granted as far as just motion in an action film. Yeah, like, it's what Liam Neeson at seven years old can get away with because he just even his like Arth, like Arthritis era can just he knows how to move his hands. He knows how to yeah. look at things like. Yeah, Patrick Swayze just looks yeah. good in motion. Like I have, I have, a, I have a note when Patrick Swayze comes on the screen. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just and then you know, special shout out to Ghost. I did watch that a lot. Yeah, as a I did kid. too. And speaking of being thirsty, Demi Moore, my God, uh, she's still hot. <laughs> oh, what? She's like sixty now. She's so hot. <laughs> she's in uh she's in a movie with Woody Harrelson that I'm like obsessed with. Indecent uh, proposal. Oh no, and, and my. She, 
She is just so gorgeous in that movie. I, even, I feel like I don't have to tell you what movie of hers that I'm obsessed with. You should know it immediately. Uh, Demi Moore? Yeah. Uh, I'm on. It has to be every male's fantasy. Oh, is it striptease? Or... Uh, no, that's a good one. For, no, there's, there's a more graphic one where you're just like, and then... Is it Disclosure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> any male that has seen that scene as a, like... Like it's like okay, this shit's fake. Cause <laughs> no way, someone who and also Michael Douglas, he has sex symbol. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it either. There's uh, some. I I wouldn't get into it because there's some that I'm sure I'm gonna get blowback. There's so many sex symbols, male sex symbols. Like I don't get it. Yeah, Michael Douglas is the thing is though. Like every time I see him, I'm like he's good though. Like like I watched Fall, <laughs> Falling Down for the show recently, and I was like he's good. I don't know why he was a sex symbol, but I. I don't know. Just in my opinion, if there's, if a guy has white, has gray hair, and he's a sex symbol, I just immediately come off with, well, well women have daddy issues. Wait, what are you going to say? You know who was a deserved sex symbol, though, was Patrick Swayze. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just, Patrick Swayze is so hot. Oh, yeah, he's, he's so cool. He's like huh. so effortlessly cool. This is like the, per- this movie is just the perfect Patrick Swayze. Because, uh, like we said, he's not the villain, or I mean, in a lot of movies, but in this, he he ends up being the villain, but it's kind of like God. He's like so charismatic. Like he, he he he. It's he's one of those when you really think of like the breakdown of the movie, right? A Point Break. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's his screen time is actually not. He's not on screen a lot in this movie, but he very much makes his presence <laughs> well, felt. I'm uh, just saying. I was like, I mean, it's not like he had a lot of competition. A lot of the scene. I'm just well, saying. I just mean like he. I think he's in. I mean, this is an extreme example, well, but it's like he just. Even though he's only in a few scenes, he just like overwhelms the movie I, with his presence. I compare it to the Joker, Heath Ledger, and the Joker. Well, I, I, mean, I realized I was gonna ma- I was gonna reference Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs, and then we've lo- we've thoroughly discussed how you haven't seen that movie, so I was like, that's a terrible reference for you. Uh, I, I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. And I I, just, I don't know. I always stay away from that movie because I think my uh, brother rented it once, and like I'm like, oh, what's this movie? And my sister explained to me, um. It's about a guy who kills people and cuts their skin off. And me as like a six, seven, I was a young man, young kid that was like, ah. yeah, Buffalo Bill skins people. But ironically, that's the lotion on the skin. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. Or else he gets the hose again. <laughs> was she a great big fat girl? I didn't <laughs> These are references far. that mean nothing to you. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I watched Joe Dirt, so I understand some of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, should we get into Point Break? It's, yes, only, it's only been an hour. We, we shall do this. I mean, you got you got cut probably an hour of this podcast already. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of the shit you have to cut. Me talking about our friends, and I said the. I've heard, I've said I said one ba- one band word, but I made up with it by correcting you on another. So uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I fucking redeemed myself. How about that? Yeah, but we also talked about booze for like 15 minutes. Well, I'm probably going to chop boo- all of that up. Because, <laughs> yeah, because we don't, I mean, <laughs> not like booze is a part of this podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> is there any sort of uh, prefacing you'd like to do before we just jump into uh, it proper? I just explained, like, I, didn't you do something called preconceived notions for all your sure, movies? Sure, yeah, when, yeah. When's the last time you did that? Do you still do I that? barely do it anymore. Uh, I remember I did that, I think, for, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, but preconceived notions because this is still this is a big movie that I've always heard about. I've never seen. I wanted to see it because it there was a I'll, I'll let's get some people some inside baseball. And, and I really I really would like to as we go through the scenes, like I would love for you to tell me some of your initial reactions. Yeah. No, and, and, like I, I really want to know like how you've reacted to things 
because it's the first time you're experiencing these scenes and some of them are shocking and exciting uh like i know what's going to happen at this point and and then two i really would if there's any moment that happens in this movie that you're like oh that's what this is from uh i'd love to know that okay yeah but no i'm just saying like preconceived notions from this like i said i've always wanted to see it uh you know, uh, like uh, Jake's. So me and Jake were talking about a movie that I think we referenced on this pod before. I sent Jake a text because I have, I've talked about here plenty. I have movie channels now, so if a movie just even slightly piques my interest, because I mean, getting I watch my channels and I'm like, people pay a hundred dollars for this shit. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we wa- I watched the movie that Jake is not fond of that I had heard about, and I told him I'm like, it's not bad, and he just responds with. Me and you have so much better standards for. It was something like we look for different things that are good in movies. <laughs> this movie with Mark Wahlberg in it. Mark, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Tim Roth, Michael Clark. Oh Duncan. yeah, Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah, and you just fucking spoiled it. I was trying to. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get me to guess it. <laughs> I, uh, we, it's whatever. We're so on the same wavelength. It's great. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking chemistry off the charts here, people. I don't know. People listen to somehow while I'm on here. Somehow I don't drive viewers away. I bring. You told me like I somewhat bring some viewers in. You, don't get a big head about it. I don't have a big head I'm about just it. Kidding. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I'm no, just. I, I'm. I, I'm just gently ripping. I'm sure I'm not even a topic with your film friends that come on there. But I imagine I have to piss some people off that love your podcast <laughs> when I come on here. Like, uh, oh, he's got this fucking guy again. He's just gonna get drunk and say a bunch of fucking offense. Uh, just say a bunch of stupid shit. And I, I like it. I like having no, different flavors well, no. of episodes. But I've, to- I've told you, this, I feel so dumb because, like, you'll get. I mean, I listen to your true romance but with that guy who's re- uh, Braun, who's super knowledgeable about movies and everything. Yeah. And you guys are all breaking down, like, oh, this this totally means this. It's totally like, you guys are breaking down this. Like, I'm just saying, like, Oh, that was fucking cool, man. <laughs> Fuck, he did this, he did this, this happened, and, well, you know, I, there I, were tits in that scene. I had, like, a moment where I was driving to the studio today, and I was like, man, I was like, I'm, I'm feeling a little out of it today. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad this is an episode where me and Justin are just gonna, like, talk shit about a dumb I, action movie. I also can't like, remember what, what episode, what pot. this is, like, still very early when we're doing podcasts, you walk in and tell me. I didn't take serious notes because I know we're just gonna fucking we're just gonna xenophobe this up. So I, I just I just try to have fun with this. Like, I mean, I straight up had no notes for you. Fa- you, fa- you have had notes since like fucking. I think I can't. Did you? I don't think you even had notes for sleepers. Like seriously, like you want to give me shit about not finishing that fucking awfulness as a predator? You've come no notes as I've got par- I've got. I'm in the fifties and sixties of notes while you come in here blank. I got a good memory. It's yeah. always it's always been my thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't study. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I've even tried. You've I even, mean, I literally I watched this movie two hours before I came into the studio. That's the other thing. I'm, you're, you're bitching at me because I fall asleep during movies because I I start these movies at like ten o'clock some nights and I fall asleep during them. Didn't fall asleep to this movie, so this movie's got a good start. But then it's like, motherfucker, you're message. I think Air has you messaged me the day of. It's like, where did you find this movie at? I can't find it. I need to watch it. I'm like. I don't know. Yeah, I went over to Andrew's house yeah. to, find, yeah. to watch it because yeah, he had it on DVD. Or like you told me, like, oh yeah, I just finished the movie in the parking lot. Yeah. I at least finished a day bit. The only, I well, think it's, it, it is a different animal usually. Animal? If I haven't seen it versus oh, okay. if I have seen it, oh, I've seen Point Break numerous times. I will say with Airheads too. Like <laughs> I, 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 I finished Airheads in the parking lot as well. I have to because. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? You're such an hypocrite. I don't fucking care. I'm flawed. Jesus Christ, I get drunk on your podcast for fun. What the fuck? Well, no, I felt, no, Airheads was the only one that was really bad because I was like, it was like the day before we were doing it. I'm like, because it's like, well, because I've seen that movie a hundred times. I had it on DVD and it's like, oh shit, I should probably watch that movie before we do this. <laughs> like just a fucking Well, dumb. you know, I will say I have had people on this show in like 30 minutes into the episode, I'll realize from the way that they're talking, they have not watched the movie like, since I they am, watched it like seven you, years ago. I do, I do my, I do my, I do my shit before the podcast. You gotta give me that, okay? I, I well, I'll say this: uh, I'm never gonna say what movie it was. There's a movie I did for this show that I watched on two times speed because I didn't. I ran out of time to watch it. Before I'm gonna the go show. through your past episodes <laughs> and try to guess it. Just so you know. <laughs> I don't. But, I don't think you guys will ever guess which episode it is. Uh, was but, it? Was it? It wasn't one of the ones we did, was it? No, okay. no. It's. I uh, think you t- actually. I think you've told me. Uh, fucking forgot i enjoyed the episode a lot in my oh, I, 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 know, I i think i know which one it, i think I know, <laughs> it's slowly all coming back to me on the spot uh but I, I won't I'll, say I'll never i'll never publicly state I, it but i, I, I won't felt say so, i felt so guilty about I won't, it i won't say it either uh anything else you want to say about point break before we get into the oh uh, yes scene? um so yeah it was uh always super like i want to watch it i have a preconceived notion like i said that Swayze and Keanu Reeves were partners. Yeah, I really like to hear that. That's interesting I, that I, you thought that. I, I don't know. I, I can't bring any logic why. It's no, just, I, I, it's, 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 it's just, just me, like that sometimes. It just makes sense because I feel like if you want, like, really, if you want a badass on-screen pairing, you ha- you always have the good actor who's more well-known, and you have the young up-and-coming guy be, like, the underling. So yeah. it, it would make sense, like, you know, Patrick Swayze would be your Will Smith, and, Mar- and uh, you know, Keanu Reeves would be your Martin Lawrence. Sure. Or, like, you know, in a... I was Tango and Cash, like uh, Patrick Swayze would be your Sylvester Stallone, and uh, you know, kind of. But that's how I thought about it. Um, I knew I, we I, got I, such a better pairing instead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh. it's like such a it's such a weird pair, but it's yeah. so good. And <laughs> you told me I didn't know Gary Busey was until we talked about it on the Predator podcast. I assumed, yeah, I assumed he'd be one of the bad guys because he's always the bad sure, guy. Sure, so that's yeah. also a film noir. It's he's so lovable. Yeah, he's. <laughs> He can do anything. He's Gary Busey. I, I will I, say I, I, I have seen this I movie. I am Gary th- Busey. We we will talk about what we want to do, and we will make it the way we want to make it. Because <laughs> I make everything the way we make it seem. Okay. And like I did, I was like, there was a moment where I was like, oh, I had a memory as I was watching the movie. And I was like, oh, he fucking dies in this movie. And I was like, and by the way, spoilers for Point Break. Uh, I, uh, but in, I, the, I, in this I, in this era, everybody but the main characters died in action movies. Yeah, but I was just like, there was a moment where I was like. I was like watching him. I was like, God, I love Gary Busey so much. And then I was like, Oh fuck, he dies in this movie. I was like, Damn it! Uh, and then he dies and, in a lot of movies. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, he he dies with the, with his ass completely off. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's, I, th- I think there's a oh, there was one time I thought this guy was gonna die with his complete ass on, but it's just <laughs> uh, that's I, I, I that's my only xenophobe uh, reference uh, quote. From <laughs> but yeah, no, no. So I I always assume like the biggest like film noir where I found like a movie I knew nothing about. I just knew who was in it and was like completely flip flop. Who was a was uh there's a movie called I think it's called Pride and Glory. Mm. It's got Edward Norton and Colin Farrell in it, which I imagine you would assume. Colin Farrell's good guy, Edward Norton's bad guy. Sure, but no, it's flip flopped. Oh, it's Daredevil era. Yeah, Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, this is quite a while after. Like, I still think this is after. I think this might have been. I can't remember. If this is after like his like where he got sober. I don't know, but it's uh, it's not a bad one. He plays a pretty ba- good dirty cop. I think you've mentioned it before. Oh, and Edward Norton's just 
Like he's a great actor. I hear he's a pain in the ass though, which he's is a pain sad in the ass, me. but he's a great actor. <laughs> uh, my favorite quote though, talking about what a pain in the ass is, where he talks about being the Incredible Hulk and how, yeah, Marvel dropped me. Why? Because I wanted a better script. <laughs> I only thought that you know maybe the low like this Marvel movie should make more than the lowest Batman movie. But what do I know? It's like, oh, I can see why people fucking hate you, but I love you. Have you ever seen uh, Birdman? No. I'd be curious what you think is that about the Michael them? Keaton movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edward Norton is phenomenal in that movie. Uh, he has this, cause he's like an alcoholic in it and like he's in Michael Keaton's play Because Michael Keaton's like, he's playing like basically a Michael Keaton adjacent character who used to be like, he's famous for being a superhero. Bird. So he's being Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah. But in this universe, it's Birdman, and he's trying to be like taken serious. He's trying to be taken seriously as like a, a serious actor. So he's putting on this play and Edward Norton's in the play with him. And he's like, who replaced my fucking gin? And he like smashes this like gin bottle against the thing. He's like, he's like, uh, he just has like all these rants and he's like such an alcoholic piece of shit. And it's like, kind of like, is this just what Edward Norton is like? Is he just being Edward Norton? Like the movie's like so weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> we can get back to point break after this before we get too far off track. I'm trying to catch it. Assume, assume I'm just going to make a schedule. Like we want to be at this point during the podcast at this time. Cause we start, we do this shit at the same time at this point now, but yeah, but no, we're, but, we're technically an hour and 20 into the podcast, but we're not going to be, but I mentally no, like uh, Jake's has made like four cuts already. A yeah. Good like, 20 minutes. Like, theoretically, we're only like 45 minutes. in. <laughs> Keep this in please. Though. <laughs> but no, like I think it's crazy how good of an actor Edward Norton is. Maybe the says are like, what majority of it is because you know what movie introduced me to Edward Norton? Uh, fucking Death Smoochie. Okay, yeah, he's he's great in that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like imagine my <laughs> shock when I go from Death to Smoochie to fucking American History X. Sure, yeah, like God, he's so good in American History oh, yeah. X though. <laughs> and then Ethan Su- and Ethan Suppley's a fucking jacked monster now, and he can't get acting roles <laughs> yeah. because they want the funny fat guy and he shows up he's got fucking arms the size of my fucking torso now <laughs> uh any other thing you want to say uh, about point break before we dive in no just uh just, or dive into I, the I surf think I've, i don't know I, I there's, think there's, I, a, there's, a, there's a pun there somewhere i think i've seen yeah, a dive yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, but no i think i've said a hundred times i really always wanted to see this uh it's kind of one of those things where once again in the early 90s uh the only way for me to actually watch movies is to fucking at the time walk up to the gas station and rent the VHS, uh, 20 CB people, or like, you know, off a, off chance it's on a movie channel. Cause no one's watching, no one's watching that edited show on like fucking TBS or any of those channels. Yeah. This was yeah. very much like yeah. a, this movie's on TV yeah, or, all or, the time. Or you bought the DVD, which I don't, I didn't buy when I was a kid up till probably late teens. I didn't buy fucking DVDs unless I knew that like that was my, like, you know, I want to watch this movie. I want to have access to movies so I can watch it a hundred times. You know, that was how, so I wasn't going to buy a movie on DVD that I haven't seen. It's like, uh, this movie is really interesting in the sense that it's pretty beloved. It's well, it's been like copycatted. It's been referenced. It's people really like it. I will, I'm comfortable saying this at the, at the very top though, the very top being an hour into the show. <laughs> I don't necessarily think this is a good movie. It's a good. <laughs> I had to. Curb, I just like watching. It. Yeah, I had to curb my like grading curve to like, like oh, this movie's gonna be rated at this. Now it's like it's not so much about the movie; it's about the viewing experience. Yeah, I just say like how I fucking started this though. I fucking, I'm in my downstairs level with a very large TV in my kind of like man cave lower level. Jake's been there; he's pretty good setup. He'll testify that. 
Yeah. But I, I turn, I turn off every light, kept the TV on. I turned on. It's like, like you said, when like, I think you said when you started Con Air was like, we're watching a movie tonight, people. It's a fucking movie. Well, you, movies don't open like this anymore. No, no there's no, there's just like guys in slow-mo surfing and we're cutting back and forth. Like Keanu Reeves in the rain for some reason, like they wouldn't cancel yeah. this if it was raining this, but it, Catherine Bigelow was like, no. Fuck it. It's in the rain. Which, He's going to be is, rolling around shooting yeah. targets. So, <laughs> we're into the movie now. Do you want to see my first note? Which, sure. I, my first note was Jill Shaka said, who the fuck is Largo Entertainment? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm expecting like the fucking like D- Dimension or Miramax or 20th Century Fox. Sure. Like the lioness. Like, Largo Entertainment was like, who the fuck is Largo Entertainment? Like, in the 90s, baby. Uh, and then my net. <laughs> Seeing Patrick Swayze on a surfboard, my next note, that hair. Yeah, he's got God. I mean, that's... And then... I think he's maybe top 10 hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that hair. <laughs> I don't even... I, I, I hate long hair. I've never won long hair, but that's badass hair. Yeah. <laughs> but then it goes into... Like, my first three notes are all about, like, the first five minutes, then followed by, this is a kick-ass opening scene. Like, <laughs> to get your fucking adrenaline going, like, we got... Swayze's fucking catching waves. Keanu's fucking shooting shit. And, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks good and shooting. He looks good, but I, I have a, I have another note about his physique later we'll get into. Yeah, he's not super buff, but yeah. like he, I, I was watching this and I was like, this guy will go on to be John Wick. He looks good with a gun. And I think, I think it is important to mention that at the time, Keanu Reeves is not this guy. I, I, I read that in the <laughs> trivia that people thought this would have ruined his career taking this movie. Well, it's which... also like Catherine Bigelow had to fight tooth and nail yeah, to I read put that him too. in this movie. They didn't want him. She was just like, I'm convinced he's the right pick. <laughs> which I read I read somewhere they wanted fucking Matthew Broderick. They sure did. What the fuck? Like... John, Johnny Depp, Charlie Sheen, who we uh, discussed. Charlie Sheen would have been good. Johnny Depp playing. I'm not big. I don't give a giant. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Is well, tell like, me the thing. I want to know what the thing is. I can't imagine this movie without Keanu Reeves. That's the thing. Like, I just am like, I don't want anyone but Keanu in this movie. He's, uh, he's like, I don't even think this is like, I'm at, I, there's uh, moments in this movie where I was like, he's so bad, but I love him so much. My issue, my issue too, is that like, I think if you're going to play a, we'll get this, if you're going to play like, this is just me being a sports nut. Like if you're going to play a former quarterback, you got to look the part. So what I think of good athletes who also, Basically, actors who look like athletes. I think like Charlie Sheen did a great job as a pitcher in Major League. Sure, sure. I think like obviously it'd been much different, but I think of like how good of an athlete like Wesley Wesley Snipes plays in all his films. Oh like, yeah, he's Wesley, the best. Wesley Snipes can fucking yeah. move. Yeah, man. Uh, I think, and then just other ones. Who, I, there was other ones where I was like, oh, imagine like Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever fucking do it again. Don't ever fucking do it again. Uh, you're not a farmer. Quit swinging at shit in the There's dirt. Some, that's one of those movies I wish you hadn't seen because that we do that uh, over but and over I, again. That the movie's tattooed into my we, brain. We need, fi- we need to find somebody who hasn't seen that movie just so we can do it on this pod. And I would, I would just be third... depressed because there's no way anybody would like it. You have to have watched it growing up to yeah. like love and it. You, <laughs> yeah, my love of baseball, but yeah. So I just think about that. Like, like it would have been different. Yeah, or I'm trying to think of who like. Just people who could have been better athletes, probably. It's but so funny because he's, he's technically supposed to be fresh from Ohio, like, and he's like he so looked, like whoa, man. That's like, the only <laughs> thing that helps. Like Keanu, like breathes surfing, dude. Yeah, and it's like, but then he has moments in the movie where he's like, "I just like saved your life, man." Where he's like kind of putting on this even more like 
California bro yeah. thing. It's so I don't know, but him him and Patrick Swayze have like tension yeah. between them, and it's like I the movie doesn't work without that chemistry. And Lori Petty was really into him too. Yeah. Like if you read interviews with her, she's yeah, like, it was really nice kissing him. Yeah. I liked kissing him a lot. Yeah, and it's like, that. well they sizzle like mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's a hotness between like yeah, the lead. three like leads of this movie yeah. and gary Busey loved him and you can tell they got along well, really everybody well. <laughs> we, we're talking everybody loves keanu there's not a person that has a bad thing to say well, about then this is the kind of movie where the chemistry actually helps the movie like mm-hmm. even more than having like a truly great like a uh, gary oldman or a uh, like someone that's like really I, great at acting the chemistry because this is an action movie like you just are buying the relationships because yeah. it's it's like palpable like it, it's 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 really hard to quantify, I guess. Which my next note ended up being true. I said, if I fall asleep during this movie, I'll really really disappoint. Like I like immediately I'm watching this. At, I started this at like nine thirty last night, and I'm watch. It's a two hour movie, so I always am surprised by how long it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make reference to that too. But no, I'm just immediately like just how hooked I am. Immediately, I'm like, okay, I'm not falling asleep. Like I'm in this. Like yeah, let's go. And then. I think the next one, I think we finally get to like Utah, 100%. And I just, my next note, Johnny Utah's a fucking name. It's a great name. It's a name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we see that. So we're getting this juxtaposition, catching waves versus like this, the FBI training or whatever. Uh, Johnny Utah, he enters this, you know, this office building. It's, he's a fresh, impl- he's been shipped in fresh from Quantico. He's going to be working the L.A. like bank robberies division. Everything I've heard is like all of this is bullshit and yep. like none of it's real, but it's a movie. Who cares? Yep. Uh, and so we get a we get, you know, I, I, I did a little bit of a cinephobe cheekiness here where I said walk and talk's position. Yeah, I, I said, <laughs> well, I have some good first week a good old fashioned taking down a peg for us like, I understand you grade this, but here you're nothing. You know, nothing. You know, less than nothing. You're less than nothing. Yeah. If you knew you knew then, nothing, that'd be something. And then we get into then my next. So we get into, Which where I guess we should say John C. McGinley. Yeah. Like John. if you guys haven't seen the movie, John C. McGinley is the head honcho another, of this another, division. Another great number two. If this were baseball, it'd be a good number two hitter. Just, oh, yeah. you know, just he bats a good average. He's on second when the cleanup, when the guy. The second you see him, you're yeah. just like, oh boy. Or he's like good middle relief guy. Really. He's, he's such a ball yeah. buster. Yeah. So yeah, I have, <laughs> then he has the quote where something like, I, I monitor how much caffeine my agents take. I monitor. I make sure they don't drink drink alcohol or do drugs. <laughs> next up was I can never work for the FBI. <laughs> like that's my moment right there. Well, what's funny is like uh, I take the skin off chicken, sir. Yeah. And but then like he grabs a donut. And yeah, like, I yeah, love these things. And that's where it's like, uh, are you completely full of shit? But yeah, and then I get then I get um rapid fire exposition, walk and talk position. You yeah, have. you know. The- and then we get the alt. We get. Uh, and John, he fires off all of these lines to the point I, I kept track of one, which is a, you're young, dumb and full of cum. Yeah. Which is pretty iconic. Is, is that, isn't that a quote from a D12 and a purple Hills? I don't know. That's one of those quotes. That's like, no, I don't know who said young, it. I don't dumb. know who said it first. But no, no, he obviously said it first, but I think it's in the song purple Hills by D12. It's, and uh, I, but you've heard it in a million other things. Yeah, because, yeah, very true. Uh, but, but I had to write it down. <laughs> I just have, I don't know what else, but I just have. What are these lines he's just rapid firing <laughs> off that are like just taglines? I feel like. Yeah, I, I, and then they, they end the exchange with, "I don't know why they brought you in. Must yeah. have had a shortage of assholes." And he walks away. He's like, "Not so far. Not so far." <laughs> and then we get Gary Busey comes in. Who's what? He's 
jumping blind in a pool finding bricks. Yeah, they're having their agents like put blindfolds on <laughs> and, and grab two bricks. And and the first thing I know <laughs> said, uh, Gary Busey probably rocking your typical FBI body right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about this scene, and it goes hand in hand with the Johnny Utah shooting yeah. guys in the rain and stuff. This is classic, like from the seventies to the nineties, when people made thrillers and action movies, instead of making it a boring scene where Gary Busey's like in an office and Johnny Utah comes in, it's like, this is going to be your new partner. Catherine Bigelow was like, no, like they're doing this weird exercise. They're at a bunch there. There's, there, there's just pools. There's so much shit going on in the background. People are diving in, finding bricks. There's just so much like extra world building yeah. to these kinds of movies that would normally be these days would be so yeah. fucking bland. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what dive into a pool and try to find bricks. And he's, call, and he's, calling, he's calling it out too. It's so funny. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, they got me paired up with some dumb quarterback now. And Cameron was like, that's what they do with you. I guess. <laughs> he's like, yeah, wait, what's your name? And the one that there's a guy that comes in, your new partner. And he's like, Ugh. he like lifts his blindfold. What's like, his name? Angelo. Yeah. He clearly, I will say the one thing that's weird about his character is his, he has a very Spanish yeah. name. Very his, name's, his name's Angelo Pappas. Angelo. Is that Spanish or Greek? Uh, you know, it might be a Greek name. Yeah, I think actually. it's Greek. <laughs> Angelo Pappas. Young, dumb quarterback. <laughs> young, dumb quarterback. Yeah. Uh, which is like, you kind of immediately love Johnny Utah because he just takes it in yeah. stride. Like, you're just like, oh, he, it, and, and you can tell Gary Busey was like, oh, okay, he's not going to be salty about that he, he can take a joke or two all right you can meet me man we're, then, gonna, we're gonna figure this out down the line he, he pulls the blindfold down and yeah. just does this crazy ass yell yeah. as he dives into the pool <laughs> he's just like ah it's oh. <laughs> like two bricks coming up two bricks coming up <laughs> it's so good i think at this point i should just do the gary Busey lines you do the lines. whoa I know what are you about. good and mad I, i'm good enough mad enough utah okay we'll figure this out Okay, you don't want to hear my theory. These guys are ghosts. We're never going to catch them. <laughs> Why don't you just quit then? Take an early retirement. <laughs> that scene is so good. Yeah. I was taking trap on. <laughs> I, had that. I was taking trap on Nam when you were fucking growing up. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I have that written uh, down. It's, it? it's uh, I was taking trap on K-Sam while you were rubbing shit on your face. <laughs> I was taking trap on K-Sam while you were rubbing shit on your face, Utah. <laughs> are you mad? Yeah, I'm mad. I'm, well, why don't you tell me your theory and let's go get these guys? They're surfers. Hang <laughs> uh, ten, Papas. Uh, this, might, this might be my best accent. Thank you, Busey. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, we get the we get the we get the ex president's first robbery. Yeah. Which I I take this part of it, my next note. I I just wonder if I'm drunk when I take these notes. Sometimes my next <laughs> note is. Highwood loves him the shot the cock a shotgun or two. I mean, it's great. Yeah, like we we uh, we, we we love a the, shotgun. Cock. The best. A cool quote. Have you seen the movie Phone Booth? Yeah. Yes. When uh, Keith or Sutherland and when Colin Farrell's online, he's like, he's like, he tries to tell him I have a sniper. I'm like, oh, sure you do. That's like, Ch-ch-ch. it's like, oh, I remember every bat, every, every movie where the bad, where the good guy has cornered the bad guy, he cocks his gun. Now, why didn't he have his gun already cocked? Because that sounds scary. <laughs> Keith or Sutherland ass off that movie. Just saying, just, as a disembodied voice, fucking amazing i like that movie yeah <laughs> uh but yeah. but we get so i'm curious for you i don't know how much you knew about the bank robbing angle of it i knew the, I knew the they, expert the, ma- I, the I masks knew, are like iconic yeah, I, I knew they wore a uh, president masks yeah and they were called the ex-president that should be a rap group it, let's say if they're a rap group do they do 
they obviously do the X dash presence, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I wrote them down in my notes. I don't say the EX, no, it's the X dash presence. I am not a crook. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have, just so you know how awesome I love this scene. This scene. I have, this is a top five heist scene ever. It's good. There's so much movement. And kinetic and, energy. Well, and then your bank robbers have chemistry too, where they're shooting. She's like, LBJ, what you got over here? What you, Dick, what you got over here? Why are they all getting abused? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, then, even like I'm trying, like, this is where I'm still figuring out, like, how's Patrick Swayze tied in this? Like, I'm still not knowing he's going to be. So I'm like, trying to guess by the voices. I guess, like, like I'm, I'm hearing Tommy Lee Jones in that voice, maybe a little bit. I'm hearing a little yeah. bit of that. Like I'm just trying to guess just off voices. Yeah, but. they're kind of putting on. But for for a moment, it sounded like Swayze was almost doing like a British accent yeah. for a second, where he's like, "Nobody move and nobody gets hurt," yeah. or whatever. And you're like, "Wait, what's going on?" But of course, they put on voices so that yeah. they're not recognizable. Although one of them uh, flashes his ass yeah, at I one feel, point. I feel like that's very uh, not. That's up there with Chris Brown takers doing the. Symbol. <laughs> yeah uh, refer- a reference file. everyone will get <laughs> taker's file but so th- they, they do this robbery the big thing is they're they're clinical they're precise they never go to the vault they're in and out in 90 mm-hmm. seconds mm-hmm. uh great ca- crowd control great like team synergy that they've got going on they they've mm-hmm. robbed like 30 banks mm-hmm. or something that's that's what they reference that's what the biggest issue is where you do bank robbing or at least back I feel like bank robbing is not a big deal now that you know, we're pretty much like... We're right. We're also but, pretty cashless these days. I was going to say, but like, <laughs> what kills them is you can't be greedy. You have a set amount of time. You get in there in that time, you get out. You don't... What you get is what you get. You don't throw a fit if I can add children logic to it, but... Yeah, but it's like... Uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like bank robbing was so cool in the movies and now right. it's not like a thing anymore. No. The, the, they did... Have you ever seen Hell or High Water? No. I feel like you'd like that movie and it's like they managed to do a modern day bank robbing movie and it actually works. Uh, Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges. My uh, (laughs) modern day bank robbing for me is always the town. The town's good. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Fuck yeah. But like they just like they're in and out. They, they, and also, you know, we'll come to find out these guys are like full on adrenaline junkies. And I have to imagine, have you ever like, this is going to be a weird tangent. But I have a lot of questions. I, I go full <laughs> mean and some of these other stuff. Uh, do you ever imagine being in a situation like that? Like, if you ever just really sank into wondering what it would be like to a, rob a bank for uh, real? No, not rob a bank for real. That's I never thought or like about a that. gas station. No, or, I've never thought about. Or even like if someone cornered you on the sidewalk and like put a gun to your head. I always, I always have. <laughs> For me, the this biggest fear I always have when I'm just in a random gas station I've never been before. Like, any moment some idiot come in here with a gun, it's like, what the... Like, I think, like, do I just duck down? Like, what do... I don't know where I'm going to do that situation. Well, yeah, like, if you're, if, you're, if you're in this bank and these guys roll in, I mean, I think I just hit the deck, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. I mean, <laughs> it's like when, when, late in the movie when that one guy tries to be a fucking hero, which and, and the other the security guards like, don't do it. It, man. Just, it just it just reminds me of uh, the Grand Theft Auto with a Nico in it. Which one's that? Four. Yeah. Well, they told me I should. They told me I shouldn't try and make the game winning play. And the- <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is like watching this movie again. I was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto Five absolutely yeah. ripped this movie. Five off. was. I thought five was uh well, five four is Nico. Yeah, that's that's the scene I'm talking about. What did it happen in five two? Five is like all about robbing places. Oh, gotcha. so it's like 
the in and out. Don't hit the big mm-hmm. things. Just get in, grab the easy money, and get out. Uh, but it's it's just like it's a it's a really well done robbery. They're they're so smooth, and of course a great transition to we transition to the security footage and Busey and Reeves. Who I it's so hard because like Busey and Reeves are so iconic, but Utah and Papas are also great names, and so I kind of interchangeably Which, use their names think, in this movie. I think this one, <laughs> I think this one FBI agent, his name is Ru- it's the one guy. What the fuck is going on with his hair? <laughs> you yeah. know who I'm talking about the, the, too. The two rival FBI yeah, agents. Yeah, well, the the one has what is that hair? Like, <laughs> what's he doing? Like, I can't put my figure. Like, is I, I I'm just like every time he gets on screen, I'm just staring at his hair. It's like some leftover eighties. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what the fuck? Which I do have. We get some old fashioned buddy cop rivalry. Some oh, it's it's some, always so fun to see some this other, shit. Some other guy shit as what I called it. They're just like so antagonistic immediately. They're like, yeah. hey, hang ten, Papa. Should hang you tell ten. him about your theory? Yeah, what's going? What's going on, man? Like new guy here. <laughs> uh, but paper bitch. So we we establish these guys. They're not going to factor in that much. Uh, there's a they they had found the car that that the guys ditched and. Uh, Utah volunteers them to go search it and yeah. of course Papa's is pissed he's like fucking car duty fucking, <laughs> fucking car dude what do you got me doing here Utah? <laughs> which I do have this point I said Gary he's just boat racing everybody in this movie at this point like seriously like then follows up with what is it Gary B's like what is Keanu he's like we're trying to figure something out like, <laughs> just trying to talk to him which I said I, my next my next note was like Jesus Christ Keanu <laughs> it's it's an amazing moment where it's like Jesus like you're well like how did this not sink your career this poor it blew, level of, it, it blew him up yeah how did not then I have it you'll love this I said Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey are going to win in a word I just created in my own mind uh, that Jake kind of brought to my attention I call it the Gobble of Fire Award you know what I'm talking about <laughs> my son my boy He's back. He's back. <laughs> That's my son. That's my boy. Voldemort's back. <laughs> just where you have just like that ultimate like high level acting compared to just like they're doing two different movies. I feel like here. Yeah, but I, but it's just so weird because the chemistry's there though. Yeah, it's uh, and, and, the, and I mean this is sort of the epitome where. He's like, got me working a fucking drop car. It's only seven thirty. He's like, I guess we'll get out of here. What what what's next on your agenda, Utah? That's where he, he has somebody upstairs. Like these guys are ghosts, Utah. You're never going to find them. And but then Keanu Reeves starts sort of picking at him. Which like, I, I, well, why don't you just fucking retire? Because I'm new. I can't bring anything to the have, case. I have notes. I was like, I don't understand the style of investigating Gary Busey is doing. It's like. <laughs> We're never going to catch these guys, so there's no point. It's like, <laughs> that's very, I feel like that's a very uh, realistic approach to what some cops take. But. Yeah, I think, I mean, they established that these guys have been at it for over three years, and they just, and then, they just simply cannot catch them. And then this back and forth I have, this is entertaining, but what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, Keanu's, oh, just, why don't you just retire? Why don't you just not care anymore? God damn it, Utah, these guys are ghosts. I've said that cool or something, but I said, and then I said, are they not supposed to be trying to stop the ex presence? And then, what's your theory? What's your theory, Pappas? What's your theory? Yeah, they're surfers. He he, fi- then, he finally admits it that he thinks they're surfers. We then, we cut to them like ba- guys, back at the base. Well, then, then I go to this is the big hidden theory. Like I think of like, have you seen the movie Striking Distance with a uh, uh, Bruce Willis? Uh, the boat movie yes yeah yeah oh well water, his, water dogs oh 
Sarah Jessica Parker's introduction to film. Um, I'm I'm a full on thirst thirstiest whole podcast, but just saying, but just saying, like, like his theory that got him freaking disowned from the is that this serial killer is a police officer, which is fucking like taboo in the world of police officers. And in this movie, Gary Busey's hidden theory that apparently gets him mocked is that the ex presidents are surfers well it's like he's got this theory and honestly it turns out it's kind of not a terrible theory because he's got he's got proof to back it up but why don't i I feel like it's it's not really spoken to but it's kind of like implied in this movie that part of the reason that he was assigned utah is because he's like He's like the crusty old oh. FBI agent that nobody takes he's seriously. A, I, I will add, he's a horrible agent too. Like there's so many, kind of a there's so many times my, this is horrible police work. <laughs> this is terrible. I'll tell you one thing he's great at is pretending to like be in a situation uh, to like not blow people's cover though. <laughs> he's got two great did, did moments. You, did you see? Did you see my little dog that went through here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, uh, Scooby, 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 where you at? Scooby. Or, did you see? You seen some little kid go through? He stole my radio. <laughs> it's a, he's like a little cockapoo thing maybe he's in your backyard <laughs> yeah yeah okay so we go from that to um that's the big hidden theory and what's his theory that they rob banks during the summer well they only rob banks from like june to september summer and so it's only during the summer months so basically it's like that because they rob banks in la mm-hmm. and so they're in la during the surfing season and they rob banks while they're here and then they go travel the world and catch waves like where it's warm the yeah. rest of the year. Because I was very confused. And then like, he's also it, he also has like the is they it? found residue of wax and he's like it's it's all we narrowed it down to only well, three. What things. was the one stuff where it was like it was like it was like some kind of sex cream? It was like yeah, it's, you, it's, you are you are into kinky shit, Utah. Uh, he has a the stuff. It's that it's real. It's called sex wax. I heard it. Uh, and like you put it on your board. He's like he's like you into <laughs> you <just> into. <laughs> it's funny. The exchange is funny because Utah's like you into kinky stuff, Papas. You into kinky stuff, Papas. He's like, he's like not yet. <laughs> not, not yet, Utah. <laughs> uh, and then like I, I must have. I don't know what he what prompts this, but one of my notes just says whoa. Uh, I think I think Keanu Reeves just says whoa at some point. Whoa! <laughs> He's like the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Which I do have to say, I do. Or have maybe to... they both do a whoa in it. There's a it's... couple moments in this movie well, where they high very... five. I was very confused. <laughs> I do when they said one of the summer months. Like, is it kind of summer all year round in California? A little bit, yeah. So I, yeah, I, uh, but yeah, um. Well, so, it's like, I'm sure there's like a yeah. surfing season, like yeah. where, where well, the waves are you, actually like active. I, believe mm-hmm. it or not, I'm not in with the surfer crowd, which <laughs> brings me to my question to you. Ever have any interest in surfing? Mm, maybe when I was into skateboarding, but not really, no. no. I don't but, really like the ocean well, in, in so much as like, I don't want to be in the ocean. I, I, like, I like the uh, idea of the ocean. I like being near the ocean. I, I, don't, I don't really want to be in the, the ocean. ocean. <laughs> the ocean is fun when you're in like the, where you get knocked over with waves and it's pretty fun um i have no interest because i surfing seems hard it seems well, really hard you're just it's <laughs> it's kind of like it's pretty much skateboarding pretty much with skateboarding you probably have to break a couple ribs before you're really fun good. fun fact yeah patrick swayze broke ribs doing broke this. multiple ribs yeah so you gotta, you gotta go through some broken bones to be good so i'm like yeah because well, getting crushed by that water yeah. there's you can well, literally die regardless, doing it. regardless of what films tell you water is not soft <laughs> 
<laughs> no. But yeah, and but number one, I can't swim, so that kind of disqualifies. Number two, I have a huge phobia of sharks, so that kind of disqualifies me going deep into an ocean. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like people will tell you, like you know, cows kill more people per year than sharks, but sharks are still scary but you, you see all these like i feel like with the drones now you see all these drone footage of these surfers just surfing the fucking 15 foot shark literally just watch it like i just imagine the family guy i'm gonna i'm about to eat you i did just see a fat kid on the raft back there so maybe not but i've been swimming i've been swimming yeah it's probably okay yeah. uh i did write down the scene where uh Reeves buys his surfboard because this kid is just like full, yeah. fully like messing with him like yeah. it's never too late to learn he's like i'm 25 i'm 25 <laughs> which i think keanu was actually like 21 when he did this movie so i guess he's technically playing older but <laughs> i just love this kid like giving him yeah. shit it's well funny. i imagine that's how like i feel like you know if you tried to surf you'd be like oh it's pretty simple you see a surfboard you this feel like 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 what fucking uh Patrick Swayze says to Patrick Swayze says to Keanu Reeves where it's like, oh, that reminds me of my 1957 car. Like, yeah, like, I mean, there's all these fucking judgy people like, you're doing that board. It's yeah, like, it's like such a huge unwieldy board and it looks like super weird. Yeah. Like Bodie's introduction to to Utah is he's like, yeah, it reminds me of, of a 57 Chevy yeah. I used to have. <laughs> it's like whenever you try to get in something that you're not, and you, you get, like, this looks cool or that, then you get the fucking asshole kid or whatever. It's like, what the fuck are you wearing? It's like, no, it looks good. Oh man, you gotta get these, and it looks like a fucking something I'd never wear in my life. And it's like, yep, not part of the scheme. Yeah, so we, we, scheme. We, we get some of uh, <laughs> we get some of Keanu trying to learn to surf, and then we get oh, the introduction. So. The introduction of, mm. uh, as my note says, the amazing Lori Petty saves the day. Uh, amazing for you. <laughs> Didn't do a lot for me. In you this don't film. like her. Uh, uh, I just she doesn't really have a lot once to again, do in this movie. Once, once again, I want to watch. Let me. Sh- I'm biased though because I've seen her in other movies, and she just she, I'm, she's a good actor. I'll give her that. But she, she she's just such a character, and her voice. I, I love her voice so much. I put <laughs> myself in like main characters how I would want like like I, I'm always jazzed up for like a like say an actor I'm really fan of like okay what's their love interest in this film and it's just like. If I don't see, like, this may just speak to me. If, like, I don't see myself wanting to go for that type of person, it's like, yeah. She's a really unique love interest in this movie. And, like, like even her name is Tyler, which is, like, mm-hmm. not a no. really normal, like, girl as, name. As I, was, as I, was I mean, say, she has shorter hair than Keanu do, does yeah, in this movie. I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. Has it asked you this uh, kink thing, but it's, like, a really hot girl with cut that can pull off a guy's name. Is that a fucking, like, fuck yeah for you? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I've always liked uh, girls that I could pull off the name Charlie. Not yeah, it goes back to that. Uh, what's that movie with Samuel Jackson? It's, I think it's a it's a Shane Black movie. I think it's uh, my, Samuel Jackson and uh, her name's like Charlie Baltimore. She's a assassin. oh sure yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I long, long kiss good night. Yeah, may go back to that movie. I don't know. It's just, yeah, Charlie. She's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, Gina Davis, but so this the is, amazing Gina Davis, who's in. A League of Our Own this as Laurie Petty's sister. Yeah, this is the, well, <laughs> we talked about the re, the remake. This is the actress that plays uh, this uh, what, Laura Petty or what was her name? What was her name? Laura Laurie Petty. Laurie Petty. I was close. <laughs> this is the actress that plays her in the remake. Yeah. Uh, we have <laughs> we look for different things in our. Uh, not even gonna, no, I I I love a wide swath of people. I no, I'm, I'm I'm all for different, but just there's just time. I'm just looking. I'm like not doing like I mean, this is a bad view to look at movies but it's just like 
like I said, if I don't see myself going for that, and if I can't put myself in our main character's shoes. No, I mean, I, the thing is, a lot of these movies, especially action movies, there's a lot of, and, like, reliance on, there's always, like, a love interest, and there's not a lot of time in the movie that's dedicated to developing mm -hmm. the relationship, so you have to sort of, the shortcut is, like, oh, they're just, like, a really hot, interesting person, and you... <laughs> like a great example this past weekend uh a friend group of mine they uh one of them had bought elite battle angel on dvd what is that um it's like a it's a robert rodriguez movie that he made recently that's uh, like a, it's like based on a manga it's like this cyborg chick and she just does stuff but robert rodriguez <laughs> that's great that's great audio work there <laughs> yeah yeah and we won't reference it that's okay it'll all get cut out anyway <laughs> you're just fine i feel like jake might as well just stab just bring a, some scissors and just stab me this entire episode that's what i feel like has happened to me well the but... thing is like she has a love interest in the movie and he's so bland oh. and so boring and she is like head of, like there is a scene in elita battle angel because she's a cyborg mm -hmm. where she takes her heart out of her chest and goes i would give you my heart if you wanted me to and i'm like this guy is so boring and bland I, I can, and i'm just like you have to buy that she loves I, this guy so much and I, so i my point is like i understand what you're saying mm -hmm. where these movies do rely on you like buying the chemistry being as in love with the character as the as the lead is mm -hmm. and so if you're not super feeling it i mean he goes through everything he does at the end of this movie to save yeah, her I agree. like and so i well, i get it i also see what you mean from the male perspective because uh what made me out in the hunger games was uh talking about like uh you have well you have a i i love liam uh hemsworth i think he's a really good actor i just he's a very handsome man and just the chemistry i love jennifer lauren she's one of my favorite actresses honestly these days i really want to see that new movie she's in sure but yeah so seeing what's his name what's the fuck his name <laughs> I always compare it to Family Guy because his name is PETA. Yeah. <laughs> but like comparing Peter. him comparing him <laughs> to Liam's Liam Hemsworth in the Hunger Games, and then I read that like, no, she doesn't choose Liam Hemsworth. She chooses this bland fucking piece of meat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I'm out on this series. But like well, yeah, it's like, well, Twilight doesn't work if you're not into Edward and Jacob. Like uh, uh, those movies, none of these movies super work. And like I mean you, for you, me it's hard because like I love Lori Petty, but it's almost not so much that I love her in this movie. I love her in other yeah. movies, yeah. and and she's just so brat. Like her in A League of Their Own, she's like just such a I, shit talker, I, and she's she, just. She, I love like a, <laughs> I love like a crass root, and her accent. She's got like this full on just like New York. She's like, hey, I, I'm Johnny Utah. Who cares? I, I can see I can see her in like a leave of their own on being like this uh freaking cause you know tobacco's a pretty big deal and baseball just being this chaw chewing. Oh, like, for shit. sure. Like and like she's a great actor. I I commend I can see uh, you know, obviously Catherine Bigelow being the only one to go off. We're gonna make our uh, love interest unique. We're gonna cut her hair, we're gonna give her tattoos. Well she's gotta like she's she you have to sell that she's like a surfer yeah. chick. Too. Yeah, I agree to that too. Uh like she is a tomboy. Yeah, I uh, I got you there. And like so And she, she has to she, run Shadow Reeves is like basically dying and she like dives yeah. in and saves <laughs> shit him. talks him. <laughs> she's like, if you want to commit suicide, go do it somewhere else. And he's like, I'm Johnny Utah who cares that she just rides off into yeah. the surf uh and then like we cut to he 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 spies on her and gets her license plate there's this great scene where this this character's only in the movie for one scene but this secretary that he's with that he's like making her like 
<laughs> Gary, Gary Busey comes in. He's like, he's like, five foot four, 119 pounds, black hair, blue eyes. Oh, that's great, Utah. <laughs> Good. This this is your entry level to the surfer world. Good job, Utah. <laughs> he's so pissed. I, you know, said there's this really awkward scene where Keanu Reeves is watching with binoculars as she like removes her underwear. And oh, yeah. her, like, like what the. I said, this is the most awkward strip scene ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this secretary, though. She's just like, good pick, Utah. She's all like kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just it's flavor that mm. these movies used to have that they don't really have anymore. Where it's like you can kind of imagine the secretary as like a whole ass person. Right. E- even though she's only in one scene. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think she's maybe in the first. I think she's maybe who John C. McGinley like hands those files off to in the first scene. But. Basically, he's like, I need something I can use. And then he finds out I her fucking something. parents died, and he's like, there's my end. And I was like, oh, I forgot about yeah. this l- layer of the movie. It's a, a, a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he immediately goes, then, he visits the restaurant well, where and she I works. Have, and, I have, and I have this quote. We talk about physiques, look like athlete. When he not reads from that shirt, he's supposed to be playing high-level college football-level quarterback. Well, it's been a minute, though, since he was like, you know, playing football. He's been training to be an FBI agent for at least three years. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Like I said, I'm thinking like Wesley Snipes, who looks like a fucking athlete, or fucking Tom Hardy getting jacked for Warrior. People, like, I feel like it was a lost art back in the day where, I mean, Jesus I mean, Christ. Keanu Reeves did put on weight for this role. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, what was he, like 105 pounds? I mean, look at him at Bill and Ted. Like, the I first seen one. that movie. And then, oh, I'm just saying, like, look at how lanky and, yeah. and awkward he looks in that movie compare him to how he looks in this I, I will movie say, i will say i uh <laughs> i uh introduced felicia i had a uh, rock and roll is on hbo nonstop for some reason i kind of introduced felicia to that movie <laughs> i laugh how fucking tiny tom hardy is in that movie oh yeah he's so thin uh, like i said you should really check out the tra- just the trailer of he's in a star trek movie where he plays a uh, Patrick Stewart's like younger clone and he looks like he weighs 105 pounds. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have all caps yeah. like lies the Lori Petty fucker. I guess and I guess I was mad at this moment. <laughs> I, I, I have you could give me I said Keanu Reeves is John Cena Marine level bad at times in this movie. There, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like like I, I just like how how do people like this guy has 70 percent review like people love this film. It's like we're we just not looking for things like. I, I don't understand how you like I understand you're, you're getting better but he, he didn't and this was like skyrocketing like I, I just don't like I'm just saying people, like people like his face man like they just like seeing him I, I don't just, I don't know how to that's why I was trying to get at when we were talking about him in the initial thing where it's like I can't put my finger on do, what it is about Keanu Reeves I do say with how well he treats people behind the scenes that probably lends a lot like okay we need to get Keanu he's gonna treat our people right and people want but the work thing with is Keanu. audiences like him too yeah I know he, like, <laughs> well he I can't, he's never unlikable in a movie. I mean, even like, cause, but I get what you're saying. He's like, he's like trying to tell the sob story and, uh, and she's like, she's like, all right to go. And he's like, no, wait, listen, listen to me. I want to tell you this super serious story as I don't <laughs> convey any emotion. In I, my played, voice. I played football for my dad. And then I decided to go to law school. But two years ago, they died in a car crash. And, and, and the thing is like, again, this movie, he's surrounded by like actually good actors mm-hmm. and like, the camera holds on Lori Petty as because the second he says his parents died because he has this line it's a really good line where he's like you can't possibly know how that changes your outlook or whatever and it cuts to Lori Petty <laughs> and she has this look on her face like no I a hundred percent know what that's like because my parents died in a fucking plane crash and, right. and, and 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 you know credit to the movie she doesn't 
like a lesser movie, even though this movie is not exactly subtle, a lot of movies would have her like chime in with like the no, my parents died, but instead we, the audience, have been informed that her parents died. We understand what that means to her, and it, it just leaves it at that. And she's um, not gonna. Uh, she's still not sure about him right now. Like, yeah, but she does agree to teach him. We get like we get like a fun training sequence where like she's no pop up both your thing you're you're dead you're dead in the water both feet need to hit pop pop. I just consider, I just consider this uh my fiance's uh, brother-in-law during COVID because he's like a hardcore gun nut and everything. <laughs> well, they 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 know a friend who was in the military and they, he was working on just techniques on like. One of the things they were working on was, okay, suppose you're about to enter, suppose you're about to go down a hallway, and how do you do it? And he's like, first thing he thinks of is put his head out, and he's like, you're dead. <laughs> like, no. But inside of how he says to do it is you, like, you kind of stay back, and you slowly, like, piece out the hallway. Slowly. You don't put your head out, but, like, you go back, and you see this part, then you see this part. But, yeah. I, I can, I, I always complete that when I think the brutal honesty, where it's like, nope, you're dead. Like, yeah <laughs> what's up restart well you have to be hard on people yeah. when it's like yeah. the thing is like surfing can be life or death and well, so i mean you, you kind of get that Lori well, petty's i'm pretty sure people have broken their necks or oh yeah 100 like, percent. it's not a fun but <laughs> i imagine you come like just imagine what a day of learning to surf feels like i imagine you come back feeling like you just got the fuck be out of you with a bunch of fucking like Ham- belts. hammers just uh, just like yeah it, hammer, it's hammers good. break bones i see this is more just like bruising you and just like sure. you're just like you're crawling it's it has to be up there with learning how to do pro wrestling probably where you're just oh yeah falling over and over again you're hitting the mat you're doing this you're but yeah, yeah. bruises in places you didn't know existed oh yeah uh this is our introduction to bodie though they're, yeah. they're on the uh beach and you just see him fucking shredding the gnar keanu reeves of course like the big thing that should be said about this movie is the yeah Keanu Reeves and Lori Petty they they're the ones that are like the love interest with each other but ultimately this movie is a bromance movie yeah. mm-hmm. like this is a quintessential bromance movie uh, and our real mm-hmm. chemistry that matters our real love interest is is Bodie uh, and Keanu Reeves is watching him and he's entranced. Yeah. Uh, and and we're, we're watching Bodie shred. He comes jogging up. He, Ma- he makes out with uh, yeah. He scoops up. He scoops up Tyler and kisses her. You get, you get a quick shot of Counter. He's being like, "Oh wait, wait, uh, what's going on yeah. here? What's <laughs> going on right here? I don't understand." And Bodie's like introduction. I think I had a '57 Chevy that looked like that. He's yeah. like, "Hey Tyler, come here. I talk to you or whatever." Uh, and they're chatting. I have I have finally Swayze's here with some fucking charisma or something. <laughs> we got we got it's been it's been like i had high hopes but it's it's just keanu mill to carry the ship with uh you know uh she's a good actor uh laurie petty Petty. laurie petty i'll remember this someone tom petty and laurie yeah but yeah it's just like come on you didn't get to go because you were being petty tom petty and he is like come on now i mean keanu needs some help come on just pick him up pick him yeah, up yeah here's here's swayze to save yeah. the day oh yeah uh, so really he is the hero in this film at this point uh there's like a football game going on yeah. they, they throw I, they throw it at swayze and, and, and keanu catches and it it's in, it's in this moment i forgot that keanu like i talk about like we did our reference i love the replacements i forgot keanu reeves was a lefty he's a straight steve young out there yeah and then can. i have shane, my note shane falco origin story because <laughs> he will forever be shane falco to me like giant you shame falco over giant utah sure yeah i uh there's a lot of trivia of like oh uh he trained with like ucla coaches to like learn how to throw 
ultimately he only throws the ball a couple times looks okay which this uh, is hilarious he doesn't look terrible though i no, will say that there's there's some of the ex-presidents of which spoiler people some of those guys in swayze's true throwing the football it's like no no don't throw that ball yeah but this but, this football scene is pretty great it's also hilarious that like one of the guys just straight tackles Keanu Regis, I have a backstory. You, I don't, I don't care if you want to cut this, but no, but no. So one, another one of our friends, uh, who's a football obsessed man, Jake knows who I'm talking about, but no, he went to a graduation party once, uh, from someone with high school with, and uh, the guy's friend lived down the street was a winter seniors. This guy who went to a local high school that's big for football stars called Bishop Lures. Lawrence Barnett was his name. Lawrence Barnett was a three-star recruit that uh, committed to the University of Indiana here. And if you're unfamiliar with uh, football recruiting, college football recruiting, three-star is okay. A five-star is like a can't-miss prospect. Four-star is, okay, he's probably going to make it to the NFL. Three-star is like, eh, we'll take him, but he's not going to be great. And so they played touch football. And uh, our friend G was there too. Uh, Yeah, he was there. And he said... Watching this three-star recruit just embarrass people in touch football. Like, nobody could touch him faster than everybody. And then you watch Johnny Utah, a high-level college quarterback, just get tackled by this surfer dude. Yeah. And also, Keanu Reeves has, like, the worst, one of the worst bodies probably on that beach of all the people, just saying. I mean, in Utah's defense, we do find out pretty quickly that uh, he had a horrific knee injury that stopped him from... You know, uh, I, I, I'm just saying, I don't think Johnny Utah is moving quite like this, Johnny Utah well, used to this, move. This is also my, this is also <laughs> where you can, you, as a film nut, you kind of excuse that because it's a movie. Me as a sports nut, it's like, no, like, I don't believe this. Well, uh, but the thing is like, he can't, I'm just saying is. if you if your knee, if your knee was, as he yeah. puts it, like, he's like, my knee got bent back 90 degrees in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, I can, <laughs> I, I, I had surgery for two years and missed my shot. Also, try running around on a beach. Yeah, beach uh, sucks. I have, a, I have another <laughs> note about the beach later. Uh, but we we get this scene where Keanu Reeves chases Swayze down and tackles him into the surf, and Swayze's crew gets really riled up by it. But then Swayze's like, don't you know who this is? Yeah, I, that's such a badass end, though. It's like, oh, you're a college football star, which shows you how like college football was not that big. Like College football today in sports was a big deal. Like. They're almost as professional as the NFL when it comes to no, wide known players. Like, sure. just think this uh, widely known college football player could join the FBI unknowingly and then infiltrate this undercover. It's like it's Johnny Utah. He beat SC. Like, yeah, he's like he's like you you played USC the Rose Bowl, right? Like, you leave, there's even like a ADR almost of like one of the surfer guys just being like, oh, I didn't realize, man. Sorry. Like, uh, they're all like super cool with him suddenly. Yeah. Uh, but it is like. Uh, <laughs> yeah it turns out that it's but it's another layer to Bodie where it's yeah. like oh he knew yeah. like he invited this yeah. all-star quarterback to play football yeah, with them and knowing who he was the whole I, time I have my notes that's such a good end being the like <laughs> of course no one's gonna spec the all-star quarterback as the FBI agent that's what like it's not a good movie but it's kind of what I love about triple x because Vin Diesel plays Xander Cage oh, yeah. uh who is a well-known yeah extreme sports guy yeah. and so when he goes undercover the Zanderzone, Zanderzone, he's like <laughs> like they love they already love yeah. him because he's like famous yeah. like i kind of love that little angle it, go, it goes back to another good <laughs> another movie that uh, was a wasn't a great movie but i like uh 
has a uh, Owen Wilson, Eddie Murphy, and it's called an I Spy. Sure. But yeah, Eddie Murphy is like a famous boxing star, but they use him as cover because no one's going to suspect that. Of course. Yeah. So it's always, it's, it's such a good <laughs> end when you use a celebrity, you know. And I don't know what happened here, but my next one after that is Keanu is making me laugh at this point where he tries to <laughs> explain himself. Oh, my knee bent backwards. I, why didn't you make the NFL? I had to have surgery for two years, just missed my opportunity. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're a lawyer? <laughs> like, I went to law school. What did they say? Parents. It's like, it's like I don't know any lawyers that move like that. He's yeah. like, this one does. Or, this one does. Or whatever he says. Yeah. And um, then they, they say point break because my, my 30 second note is he said it. <laughs> uh, Famke Jensen. Jansen is the... Oh. Uh, uh, I was like trying to remember who the woman was in I Spy, and I was like, "Oh, she's." In- <laughs> there's just there's a couple. You're, just, you're hitting you're hitting all the notes on me right now. <laughs> well, there's, there's a couple scenes in that movie that I remember as a as a chill as a uh, coming of age uh, moment, a teenager being like, "Whoa, hang on mm. a second. <laughs> I, I have a Famke Jensen moment too. I'm just gonna look up. You can continue while I search that. Uh, they get yelled at by John C. McKinley. Keanu yeah. Reeves is just holding a surfboard the whole yeah. time. He's so bad at them. He's like, you spent uh, two weeks. You haven't turned up. Fucking anything. Don't you have anything for me? No. Uh, well, uh, my fam key Jansen moment is a rounder. Sound. Okay, sure. Yeah, she's and Jean Grey. Uh, she, she's <laughs> good in everything. Like she's good in Taken. Like yeah. I, I didn't. Oh wait, that's a different movie. I didn't lie, no, Annie. I didn't lie to you, Annie. I just didn't tell you certain things, which is a fucking man quote for everyone. <laughs> one. Oh. I gotta watch that movie still. I, I never thought in a million years at my age I'd be a Liam Neeson, diet, but I want to see everything Liam Neeson. I think every I think every man hits hits the the phase where they want to watch old men just do cool shit. Like, well, there's no young action stars. I think the closest thing we have to a young action star is a uh, Chris Hemsworth in those uh, extraction movies. I, I think. Thought you were gonna say Boyd Holbrook. Fuck that. Guy. <laughs> no, he's on Justified right now, and he's he has like twice the charisma they had in the predator like he plays the bad guy he plays this like his they call him the oklahoma wild man where he's just kind of like live wire where he's doing all these goofy he's like he could be joking then kill someone next and it's like and it's great but i still fucking hate him <laughs> and by the way we discovered after that he was the next jim carrey just saying because <laughs> sure. it have to be funny because what's what's her name from uh uh freaking uh see no evil hear no evil which uh <laughs> those legs man did you see him just saying yeah i saw him I, I i they said her boobs were out so i i went to that scene i, I missed that scene unfortunately oh really that was like the one of the first scenes i looked up <laughs> uh, join, join the thirsty group here uh we had a pretty funny sequence where uh basically they had found some hair from the last robbery and it's like it, and Keanu Reeves has a theory. It's funny because now it's flipped to where Keanu Reeves is kind of defending the surfer theory and, and Busey's kind of like, what are you talking about? And he's like, what are you talking about, Utah? He's like, these surfers are territorial. Even if you shut their beach down, th- they'll keep going there. This is obviously very hazardous waste and dumping in the ocean. So we need to find the hair. But, but we get a pretty funny sequence where they're collecting hair. Yes. Gary Busey like, comes up to these two stoners. He's hey. like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm collect- what does he say? He's like, I'm collecting this for my girlfriend. Or- I'm collecting this for my girlfriend. <laughs> He's like, the guy was a narc, man. Oh, he didn't bust us, though, dude. And Keanu's just like, whoa, you got something crawling on you. Uh, eventually, they figure out, it, they, 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 they narrow it down to the beach, <laughs> and Keanu Reeves is sort of uh, surfing undercover on this beach. We meet this guy 
bunker. There's some like the, the surfing scenes are very funny because they're they're gorgeous and they're real and, then, and like, they're real. And so like as a film nut, I just like seeing real shit. And, well, but but what, the ADR is that, so funny. That's what A's and nineties is <laughs> all about shooting real scenes. Like one of my favorite scenes is this, in like a Beverly Hills Cop, which is a fucking banger of a series. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes that is just like the opening scene where they're actually driving down like Detroit, what's supposed to be Detroit, and he's they're actually driving and they're chasing. It's like yeah. legit chasing. And it's like they don't do that anymore. Yeah. And, and so like even like there's this scene, Keanu Reeves is like surfing and there's this guy that's like, get out of the way, man. Yeah, which I have, like, what are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> which I have, I said so far we've gotten a uh, Lori Pet Laura Petty. Lori. Lori Petty. I got it. I did I got it. I don't care what you said. <laughs> but Lori Petty is uh telling Keanu just talking shit to Keanu after he about kills himself. This guy pushes Keanu. I said, this has gotta be a great representation of the surfing community. <laughs> it, there's a crazy scene where he like cuts the cord like because you when you yeah. surf you like attach the cord to your ankle so yeah. you don't lose your board yeah, so. and he fucking cuts it which is just like super bad manners uh mm -hmm. papas is like you know scouting the beach mm -hmm. you can't even just like it's like this is a waste of time i got fucking my lights well, punched out by some fucking I got, local i got punched out by some psychopath <laughs> he's like i can't see you utah and he's like no one said it was gonna be easy he's like you gotta look for people you'll notice they have synergy Keanu Reeves like goes. You, to, won't, you won't miss this group of people. They're such a tight group. You can't miss them. You're looking for a group within a group, which is like, actually, this is a great moment to ask you because like this is a chunk of the movie that only really works. I think the first time you watch it, at this point in the movie, like, what are you thinking? Because I'm because we get the we're getting the big red herring moment. Like, yeah, I'm not. I which I have a. No, I'm still not when they do the big. I'm still wondering how Patrick Sway because I'm still thinking Patrick's. I'm still under the, the suspicion that Patrick Swayze cannot be a bad guy. So it's like, oh, so Patrick Swayze is going to be like the buddy. He's not going to be the cop, but he's still going to be the buddy. And they're going to break. So when we introduce this, uh, the red hair, we'll call him the red herring group of all these guys. I'm like, oh, these guys are going to be it. But then like the neo-Nazi yeah. surfers. But no. And then once. But yeah. So, yeah, there's this. Well, I'll, there's this big fight scene where uh, they're fighting. They try to stab him, I think. Actually, what's weird is they established the knife in the. When he cuts a surfboard, but no one pulls a knife in this scene. Oh, I thought they did. I could be wrong. But anyway, because I, so, I thought they did too, because so, and that's why I was watching out for. But it. yeah, so the, I honestly did think that when they first introduced this group, like, oh shit, this is the badass group. This is gonna be the group. And then, like, obviously, like, there's this big fight. Uh, Pappas loses Saya Keanu, so he's trying to run in, and but Bodie Patrick Swayze saves him. He does whatever. Then we get the Pappas walking. He's like, you seen some little kid run through here? He stole my car radio. It's like, <laughs> Like, cause he comes in right as he can't find him. And then he sees him and as quickly as like, okay, I gotta protect his cover, all this stuff. And it was the moment where, uh, Bodie invite, Bodie invite him to a party. And then he, you know, pretty much wants to set up surveillance on this red heron group. I discovered that's what it was. And then I have my note here that I've, I've shadowed this for you. I said, I just realized I've seen this movie before. Except to have Paul Walker and Vin Diesel in it. Oh, <laughs> so so which so we've landed on yeah, it. Yeah, which do you agree? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that is like it, uh, like the first Fast and Furious yeah, movie which, is a very unsubtle ripoff of Point Break. Which is also like <laughs> I feel like because what that series that turned to people forget how fucking awesome that first movie is. Yeah, like Vin Diesel's a fucking. You want to talk about like Vin Diesel day where he get where he's on screen, he's fat in shape and. <laughs> 
Well, he, I can't remember. This is the last one I watched where it's like, it's the seams to go through. They don't show him from the neck down, I feel like. It's like, Jesus Christ, his face is 200 pounds, but I, I, I have these bad tangents. But no, like, he's a fucking star in that movie. Whenever he comes on screen, whether it's like, it don't matter if you win by inch or mile, winning's winning. Or, and then, like, it has the same thing where it's like, you know, he's got the Johnny Tran guys, the red hair. Well, I think Vin Diesel is an interesting comparison. Like, even though Vin Diesel essentially is serving the Patrick Swayze role mm-hmm. in Fast and Furious. He's the Vin, star. Vin Diesel is very much reminds me of Keanu Reeves in the sense that he can't act, but he's just so weirdly watchable I that don't it know. doesn't matter. I don't, Vin I've Diesel never, can't act. I've never watched a Vin Diesel movie and been like, oh, he's ru-. like, he's, he's just a fucking, like, he might not be good at acting, but he's a fucking star. That's what I feel about Keanu Reeves. I don't feel like, I don't get the same vibes from Keanu. Keanu's got so much, he just, uh, there's he, something magnetic about he's him. He's so monotone, though. Like, Vin <laughs> Diesel was, Vin Diesel may not act, but, like, when he talks, you listen. I don't get that thing I, I like really Vin Diesel. I, I, yeah. I literally referenced Triple X already. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. Like, he has, Vin Diesel has so many bangers, though. Like, <laughs> Pitch Black, uh, freaking, uh. The Babysitter? Uh, no. <laughs> no, The Fast and the Furious, uh, the first Triple X, uh. Right, I think he's in that one. He's in the movie with Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, I think it's basically like the Wolf of Wall Street, almost. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, um, but yeah, no, but like, no it's it's it, pre- it, it's pretty like you can't really talk about Point Break without bringing up that Fast and the Furious just did Point Break, yeah. but but a better. little bit more over, not better. I, uh, I there's I disagree. Be- it has better. <laughs> I will say, Point Break is really good, but Fast and Furious did some things better. I'm not saying it's a, like, they, they, like, the issues I have with Point Break will get to Fast and Furious, like, did better at those. Like, I, 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 I actually think, I'm not saying that Fast and Furious is better than Point Break. To me, it's a better, I, I, I would, I gave me the option just because my movie taste, I would rather watch the Fast and the Furious than Point Break. Vin Diesel, like, Vin Diesel and Keanu Reeves, Vin Diesel fucking slaps more in, Fast versus the Keanu Reeves those here. like yeah, but Vin Diesel is the Patrick Swayze allegory, yeah. <laughs> and I think well, Patrick Swayze is better than Vin Diesel. Yeah, you got me there. Uh, I, I think I think I, I like would Keanu. Rather, I mean, I was not to speak ill of the dead, but I'm I think honestly, I like. I'll take Keanu over Paul Walker. Yeah, oh, Paul Walker's <laughs> like Paul Walker drops pains. That's the whole reason that movie. Like, no dude is going there to see Paul Walker. Vin Diesel is like, oh, you watch, you want to fucking be Vin Diesel if you're a dude. Sure, like, but no one, no dude wants to be Paul Walker with his fucking. <laughs> Ugh. His weird blonde and then curly he gets, hair. Then he gets a bang Jordana Brewster. <laughs> like, they're like they're like these neo Nazi surfer guys, and they're, uh, they're, I wouldn't they're, say that. There's well, th- that's what they call them in the movie, like oh. like Keanu or, or Patrick Swayze. He's like couple, they're 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 skinheads. They have like weird beliefs. Aren't, aren't like a couple of them like Pacific Islander? Definitely like they got the tattoos. They just the, kind of refer. That's I, I'm just going by what Swayze said. He's, this is still very early '90s where we don't really know our pronouns for things <laughs> pronouns pal well that this is the scene like they're walking I, I i guess we kind of fully skipped over but the fight scene is pretty cool yes like swayze looks fucking great oh, yes. just hitting swayze people is so good <laughs> he just like spin kicks somebody yeah. and knocks another guy it's roadhouse a, oh he just looked god he just looks so and good. like you know <laughs> keanu holds his own against like five people for the first part which yeah, <laughs> yeah. is a pretty funny where you get this oh shit where you you're thinking oh these are the guys and but like very quickly because you're you know, obviously if you're like I imagine back in that day it was a pre like you're thinking oh these are the guys because my big thing is like they they're just too jockish and yeah. meat heady for me to be like I don't remember how no, I, I felt the first time I watched it but that's why I wanted to get your take because it went from, I, 
I'm, I'm watching it. I'm like, these guys just don't seem competent yeah. enough. Yeah, it, it quickly for me goes from when, like I said, when I first see him, like, okay, these are the, because I'm still thinking Swayze is going to be more of a good guy than a bad guy. So sure. yeah, when they first show up and it's like, okay, these are the guys, and that whole scene happens and Swayze's like, come to our party later. And then like, I make a note where it's like, Keanu seriously can't be this blind. Like he's looking for this really tight group of guys and this like right in front of him. Yeah, it's pretty like, funny when we get to the scene where, will, he, where like, he finally sees him. I will goes, say, where, oh. I, where I said Fast and the Furious did it better, Fast and the Furious, I feel like, built up a better like bromanship between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel than it went longer. Because like, all, we, all we have for the bromanship with uh, Keanu and uh, Bodhi is that he went to one party and he surfed with them night once. With Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, we get the party scene. We get the, hey, you're... You're we're build. You're gonna build this car with me in my garage. You're pretty much part of my crew. We're gonna do this race stuff. Like it did a better job of building the chemi- the bromance between them. Yeah, it's just like- I, I could did, I could I was so shocked when I found out that when they were doing the big reveal and everybody knows it's like there's an hour left in this movie. What where are we gonna go from here? And I, I feel like they could have done a better job building the bromance further. A little bit. It's one of those things where this movie is trusting the audience but the thing is like for me i think it's pretty telling when you talk about well i wasn't thinking of swayze as the bad guy it's like he is so magnetic mm-hmm. that it's hard to think ill of him i think the whole point of Bodhi is you're drawn into his sphere and you're right they don't really bro out as much as they could have mm-hmm. and you are being at but i mean we get the party scene and there's there's like a lot of fun stuff here but yeah. the, like the the coup de gras is like at the end like Keanu's talking to Lori Petty for a bit, and then she's like, "You better be careful. He'll take you right up to yeah. the line, and then that. way past it." And then Bodhi shows up, and he's like, "He can handle it." He's like, "Come on, yeah. we're going on a stealth mission." And this is the first scene where well, Keanu's like finally getting surfing. And I even have my note as a, "It's gonna be sad when they turn out to be the ex president." Because this is like a, <laughs> this is a, this is the bromance part of it, where it's like we're, we're obviously you have a guy who's obviously like. They didn't go get deep, but like he was always supposed to be like big and pro football. Then he gets that torn away from. Him. He's obviously in a way searching. Which apparently, in real like, life, Keanu actually yeah, was yeah, going to be a hockey, hockey guy. Yeah. And then Which he, uh, Lori Petty even talks about how like you have this look of dread on your face. Well, honestly, I think he's also just trying to find out where he belongs. Really, yeah, because he he is he is like it's it's easy to forget, but in this movie, he's a very young guy. Mm-hmm. He's like I mean, he seems to take being an FBI agent really seriously, but at the same time, it's like. I mean, I mean, if you really put like put yourself in his shoes for a second, imagine a life of just like hanging out, partying, surfing, robbing banks. Like, oh yeah, there's an allure to it that, and then like you're just you know getting with Lori Petty and just like hanging out Which, and like. I, I also want to bring this up. Did you notice how fucked up the sound was when they were in, when him and Swayze were in the water? Like the wor- the words the mouths weren't matching with the sound. Oh, yeah, no, I'm no. like this is fucking awful yeah the the adr during yeah. the surfing scenes is just like they clearly dubbed it in later yeah. and we're just like yeah it doesn't really matter uh because they're like in slow motion mm-hmm. but the words aren't in slow yeah. motion it's just like i'm doing it you're doing it you tall like well, the, then we get to uh laurie petty i'm getting it now but laurie petty and keanu reese have their make out and they wake up uh, it's it's pretty like I, it's, a, it's a pretty good make out it's, it's, like, it's gorgeous they're like yeah. out on the water yeah. And she's shivering. She probably really was shivering. Oh, fuck no. It, I can say, like, uh, do you have a... You were in California for a minute. Do you, did you see how... Did you, I imagine you felt how cold it gets at night. Yeah. It's fucking unreal. Like, you could go from sweating your balls off in the day, like, worried about summer, and then all of a sudden you're just fucking shivering. Yeah. It, 
and then like he's like come here and like they kiss they clearly like they have, there's a great moment where i love when because like the guy that like starts the fire is doing so much business he like stabs the fucking what do you what do you is that kerosene or something yeah he, or lighter like, fluid i it's think it's like lighter fluid literally has a spout for you to like squirt mm-hmm. but he just like fully stabs it mm-hmm. sprays it all over the and he keeps like spitting beer into the fire i just love this guy he's just doing so much and I also and then they, they, Bo- bodhi comes in he's like he's like leave the fire for them because Bodie's got we and we find out he's like dancing with this other chick yeah. at the party yeah. and, oh, and Lori Petty's like I taught him that move and the girls like I like it yeah. I was just like Jesus well, Christ it's, uh, it's the uh, old, it's the old tequila trick that <laughs> a lot of people but I also have well clearly it's obvious that they insinuate that Keanu and Lori Petty have sex on the beach mm-hmm. which I said sex on the beach that has to be horrible right oh 100% like I always equate in, in, to, in a movie if you see people have sex in the shower yeah, oh. in a pool in a hot tub on the beach when I discovered what really <laughs> happens when you have sex in a shower it's like why the fuck would, why, why do people think that's fun it's terrible yeah. uh, For, uh, <laughs> I, I won't go into detail but yeah sex on a beach would be awful no, no. Uh, but I don't like being on a beach just walking like I feel like I have to i feel like you get sand in places you never knew like <laughs> uh but I do, I do like this scene where because it's been set up that they were gonna do this raid on on the which, other surfers house which i have this movie is so like i am into this movie i'm like how is there an hour left i feel like this is gonna disappoint yeah but yeah uh, we, we get to uh the raid scene well, which I, I like the scene on the beach where he wakes up he's like oh i'm uh, late i'm late but it, it's still like because i was like oh does he run off and she like wakes up without him but no she wakes up and he's like i'm so late and then he kisses and they he doesn't want to like leave he keeps kissing. it's just like a cute yeah, scene very, i, I it's like very, it it's very nice it's, it's very it's very new love like uh and i i, I, can't, I, love, I can't say i can't lie to say that me and my fiance and we were first dating we had those moments <laughs> where you say goodbye four times and you kiss and you kiss again and you kiss again and you it's kiss. good it's, just, it's, it's again it just speaks to also speaks to like the chemistry of like the characters where I don't. I, I highly doubt that's how that scene it's, was written. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely. It's definitely, she's a good actor. Like I said, she's obviously not my preference. Why I would like it, but she's a really good. And she doesn't take away from the film. Okay. It's yeah. Nice. And so, but he's like late to his own raid, and so we're setting up this raid on this this house. And I have this, and the raid happens. Uh, pre- <laughs> it's crazy because so far we have this like the most violence we have is like a fist fight. Then we just get this full on like it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then show you like. <laughs> But 20 CB, a lawnmower throws off their communication, the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this stuff where they, they're getting Gary Busey mic'd up and ready. He throws a dog leash around his neck. He's got Scooby, full... Scooby. You see my dog, Scooby? He's, he's like even asking cockapoo. people on the, on the street as he's walking by. He's, he's like a little cockapoo. Uh, but he goes up to the house. There's like some cops around. Keanu's around back. He's like... We get the detective with a really noticeable hair that I can't stop looking at. <laughs> uh, but... The second he he knocks, Keanu notices these guys start getting strapped up immediately. And he's like, advise, don't let him show his badge. These guys got an armory. Uh, And they're like, I can't hear him over the lawnmower. Uh, Eventually, I guess also notable that this chick just... (laughs) There's two women in this house. One of them's in her bra and panties and she answers the door. She's got a... There's a, a... podcast i used to listen to that they they would call out it, what they called 80s long butt 
Uh, mm, she's yeah. got 80s long butt going is, on. It, that, there's multiple floors on that butt. <laughs> but I, I think it has to do with the underwear. Unless, unless See, the, the old school 80s underwear, it rode super high. Yeah, it makes people's butts look super yeah. long. And so when you see her from the back, you're Amin like, what's going on there? Amin, Amin would not be happy with the uh, cheekage in that scene. <laughs> but uh, basically the camera is like trying to warn them, but it, it, it's just like good tension building. Like you're like, oh shit, oh shit. Like, I don't know for you. Are you like fucking Papa's is going to eat it here? I'm, like, I'm interested to see where this goes. Like this obviously, but, and I'm also like trying to, cause I like at this point, I'm full on just comparing this movie with fast and the furious. <laughs> and it reminds me when they do the raid on a uh, Johnny Tran, who's like the, like these guys are the red herring for Patrick Swayze and fat in the fast and the fierce Johnny Tran is like Vin Diesel's rival. He's the very obvious red herring for this one. They do a raid on him and Paul, they make a giant deal. Paul Walker, not to get noticed, puts a mask over his face and like hides his hair. Yeah. So the whole time I'm just wondering, well, how's Utah going to not? Cause even Gary Busey makes noise like Utah, I want you on this and I want you blowing your cover. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, I like that layer to it. Yeah. Which but- I feel like what he needs to wear to, like I, yeah, he probably should have had like like, like this. One, I'm not saying it's a better movie, but Fast and the Furious did they cover their options? I, I like think this. I think they were they weren't taking this raid as seriously as they should have, and you know, I, I don't think any of the FBI yeah. agents actually ultimately was, die from this raid. But uh, the the one the one guy gets clipped. Yeah, no, but, the the hair dude gets stabbed in the back by a naked chick. <laughs> yeah, but things just go sideways yeah. immediately. Like, Which. I say, like, what's the probable cause for this raid? Because mm. once again, well, they they do they do mention that oh, there's a lot of vi- possession, assault. There's there are a lot of violent crimes. Well, they're they're doing the stakeout, and they're like, when is Ward gonna push the warrant? And they're like, we'll have the warrant by the morning. But, so, so they did have a warrant. But I, I once again, that, it, I'm fast, just saying it is mentioned. No, you you challenged me on how Fast and the Furious did things better. In the Fast and the Furious, there was that scene where. Uh, uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, and them, they uh they kind of sneak into Giant Trans uh uh freaking garage or whatever he holds his cars. The thing that helps him get PC is he sees electronics in the garage, which the whole point is the the people who are uh, like robbing banks, they're robbing trucks, they're stealing electronics. So right, once again we have that's PC for a raid and everything. So yeah, there's really no reason why no. they would be raiding these people. I think it's and, and these, I think and, it's classic nineties well, FBI. Yeah, and then we pushing these, these guys are just fucking shooting cops and fucking which th- it does go away show how the, the earlier scene obviously shows how unhinged these people are like i even think swayze makes a comment like they're all they're all about the wrong of surfing they're not about the spirituality of it yeah they're they're clearly tweakers yeah. to us like we, with the red hot chili peppers guy when keanu reeves peeks in he's like literally laying in bed like slamming the yeah. bed just like yeah, so, uh, but I, yeah i mean like I was, nah. any any highlights from the raid all right so this movie took a very violent turn <laughs> um i I'm. I feel like I have. Se- I say I haven't. Se- I feel like I've seen the where he's pressing the one guy's pressing uh, uh Keanu's face towards a lawnmower and then yeah. I feel like I've seen that, but that was awfully familiar. But I couldn't say for sure. <sighs> There's like this one shot where I was like, I guess they must have replaced the blades with something that probably wouldn't hurt Keanu, but it looked fucking dangerous because yeah, there's a shot where well, you see the the thing the blades well, going and his face is like. An well, inch and away and like obviously you can't but it's very obvious too or like the it sees the hand but the hand's just staying there and the keanu is pushing his face yeah the yeah. hand's not really doing anything there's and, some really crazy violent shit though yeah. where like like papa's mercs the guy that's holding the knife to the chick's yeah. neck uh 
couple people catch shotgun blast. The Red Hot Chili Peppers guy like blows his own foot off. Yeah. The naked chick in the shower just starts stabbing a guy. Stabbed hair dude. There's a great moment where they tackle Tom Sizemore, mm-hmm. and you see one of the FBI agents just t- go face first into the counter. Oh yeah, and that, it's like it's like that, has if, been, that had to have been like not like real. Oh live yeah, he action. definitely hurt himself. Like He's fucking face plants. <laughs> uh, but they and then Counter Reeves chases down the last guy. They have this epic struggle. Uh, I love this is one of my favorite quotes in the whole movie where Gary Busey comes running out and he's like, speak into the microphone, squid brain, uh, <laughs> speak into the microphone, squid brain. <laughs> and the guy's just like, uh, uh, but yeah, so they, they, the, everyone survives, but it's a pretty botched rate. And then we find out and yeah, we get, we get some more, uh, classic, uh, inter law enforcement rivalry, a uh, guy, was he a member of the crew, the DEA agent? Uh, well, he, the, the Tom Sizemore comes in, he's like, three months I've been working undercover with these guys. I was this close. They were going to tell me who their supplier was. He's like, you know what that is? Two bricks of cocaine. And he's like, that's a lot of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and then, well, then it's like, it's like, uh, you can't, I know exactly. You think they have them for this, right? I know exactly. Cause they were in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's he's like, like, you're so smart. Tell me if how were they committing this robbery when they were in Fort Lauderdale? And, and then That's John C. McGinley shows up and he's just. But what's funny is it's like John C. McGinley's all like, "You see how stupid you are," but I'm like, "You're the one that approved yeah, you this appro- warrant. Yeah, you approved this. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little shaky. Classic upper management right there. <laughs> uh, but it is very much like, oh shit, they fucked up. Like yeah. I think I literally wrote then, down, uh, yeah, counter. Like how were they how were they committing this robbery when they're in Fort? And counter just goes. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I have. This seems like this was very poorly planned. <laughs> Which is like they they did they not know Sizemore was like I guess maybe he's a D agent. Not, D, is he? They, there's so no. He's not FBI. There's uh, no communication between like pretty much DEA hates FBI, FBI hates local PD, and there's <laughs> it's one of the reasons why you know crime will always win because I mean we can't he, get along. Well, law enforcement are too busy measuring their dicks as opposed to like <laughs> getting shit yeah, done. Yeah, instead of like <laughs> it's just it's. It's why our system sucks, but they go back to the beach, but this is the moment now, yeah. now that it's been botched, he sees the four guys surfing the gnar together and he, he just has this fucking thousand yard stare, which I will give count of this. Well, like the look on his face is he, well, yeah. he looks like, well, especially when the one dude shows his ass, which is pretty common. Yeah. Which I also forgot one of the reasons why Gary Busey thought that the guys were surfers. He pointed to the guy who shows his ass tan line. Yeah. Even though they wear body suits usually. Yeah, so I, know. I don't, I don't know I mean, what that's know, all about. I know Todd Marinovich was a USC quarterback. He liked to surf naked, but I don't know. <laughs> but Laurie Petty's like, what, what's wrong? He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go I somewhere. Forgot I had a client. Uh, and so he goes and I think he basically, we get a scene where he goes to Papa's. He's like, I followed them around all day. They went to this bank. He basically was like, it's them. I know it's them. And Papa's is like, last time you had a theory, it didn't really work out. Did last it? time you had a theory, it didn't really work out, did it? Uh, and then he's like, I'm telling you this time, they're definitely going to hit the bank. They moved all their shit. And they're like, the Papa's is like, okay. Which, uh, which again, which, I don't know if they're so on the outs of the well, FBI. They have yeah. no backup. Well, that's another thing. Yeah, they, they got like, <laughs> a whole force for a fucking raid on flimsy PC. But it's like, okay, I got the real legit guys assignment. It's like Busey and Keanu Reeves. And I also have just show you where my mind is at. Cause once again, like at this point I'm comparing it so much to the fast and the furious. <laughs> oh, we don't, we don't, we don't get the big reveal about the fast and the furious till like the last, probably would you say 30 minutes of the movie where it becomes obvious. Like, yeah, it has to be them. There's no other one where this is like, we're still like 
40 some minutes left in the, the reason the reason the back half of the movie is so elongated is because we get two skydiving sequences because yeah, patrick sweezy sweezy patrick swayze loves to skydive yeah i mean it's pretty cool to see the actor actually jump out of a plane uh, for real yeah you uh, you you were like all these people sucking off tom cruise these days uh, <laughs> i mean uh, it's you can cool. cut that. that was that was very bad you can cut it's that. cool like i i i no, mm. i mean i get it like I watched a video where this real skydiver was breaking down movie skydiving scenes. And I sat through him talking about mission impossible to get to point break. And I was like, but the thing is, it's like, I just, you can't, we haven't gotten to the point where you can match the reality. And so when I watch movies like this and I have, and you're looking at the movie and towards the end of the movie, the camera is in Patrick Swayze's face. And then he rolls backwards out of a plane mm-hmm. and really jumps out of a plane. It's like thrilling. I think that's thrilling. Like uh, I, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm like which. I'm, oh, also, I <laughs> my this goes to later. But I was wondering why I was talking about one of my notes. It says, uh, "Isn't Keanu supposed to be undercut?" It was supposed to be undercut. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A little typo there, people. It happens. Uh, but well, no, we just get into where. So they're they're doing a stake yes. again. This is the t- thing I talked about where it's like just two and a half minutes of pure uncut Busey here. Where he's like, that Calvin Hobbs is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, there's a sandwich shop around here. They got the best meatball subs around. Give me two. It's about lunchtime. It's 1030. <laughs> yeah, it's 10. You, you do the Keanu way better than me. So, yeah. There's a meat. Give me two. It, it, like literally, if you look up, um, if you look up point break, the give me two Utah, it's like an iconic line. Give, from the Give movie. me two Utah. Two. Give me two Utah. Which uh, we also get the most incom- the most <laughs> show of incompetence. But how how awesome is it to have this shot from like inside the restaurant and Keanu's like getting the meatball subs and in the background you're just seeing the presidents like roll up and pile out it, of the car. It honestly <laughs> reminds me of this commercial. I can't remember whether it was real or not. But it's these bank robbers, they just robbed a bank and they're all pumped up, they hop in their car, they're about to take off. Just then they're surrounded by cops. The cops pull out their guns and they run right into the bank and the, and the robbers just slowly drive away. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. It's like, there's no, what, 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 I was like, what's the fuck is going on here? Like, yeah, that's where I was like, is Gary Busey supposed to be that incompetent? Yeah, I don't know, but it, it is like, there's so many specifics here. They do see them take off. So we get, we get part yeah. of a car chase. Well, this is where I get you tell us to be undercover because he just runs at them like, yeah, look was, at me. He's like, FBI. Fire. FBI. Like, he also just fires wildly yeah. at them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's some Will Smith shit right there. Uh, car chase looks great. Yeah. You know, real 90s cars. Oh, there's this one moment where the car like skids out mm-hmm. onto the road, like mm-hmm. fishtailing. Looks fucking incredible. Uh, but. Really, the highlight I think of this whole sequence is not the car chase, but the foot chase. Yeah, I, well, I'm curious for you because we get, for we, a lot of people, uh, this foot chase is really iconic. I'm curious how it hit you as a first time viewer. It was, uh, it's definitely it's up. It's nice action. It's you know everything that has to go to where because it also points out to where because they mentioned how smart the uh, robbers are earlier, where Gary Busey says they never they never hurt anybody. Which, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, also yeah, I, I guess it's worth yeah. mentioning that. Oh, wait, never mind. This is a completely wait, different. Robbery. No, he, he's, he's pretty aversive to hurting people because there's a scene where they, they don't they take a guy's car and they hold him at gunpoint. And it's very obvious. Like he doesn't want he's like, go, go. It's almost some early husband. Run away. Just run away now. Yeah. But yeah. But so they do that. And 
So he runs away, but then he obviously gets like too overboard with the fire and lighting the yeah. Getaway. That's a weird scene. Like I thought, like, it looks I, great though. Well, yeah, I thought this was gonna be like, like a how ran- cool is the shotgun flamethrower? Yeah, I thought this was gonna be like a random side character who obviously gets gunned down, and it's gonna be like this big thing. But no, it's uh, it's obviously we get foot chase, which I a uh, good old fashioned foot chase is always great. It's probably one of the I best mean, foot chases yeah. in oh, cinema. I just, it, it, it's it's, it's thrilling. It's kinetic. They go uh, in and out of houses. They go uh, through yards. It's, it's uh, bad. He one gets, of my, he gets a dog thrown at him. Yeah, I, my nose <laughs> fucked Johnny Utah on that. But, <laughs> but no, one of my honestly, like you know, it's off topic, but it's crazy. One when I think Foot Chase, one of the movies that come. Have you ever seen Hollywood Homicide? No. Oh, we we I gotta add that. It's a uh, but it's a uh, uh, Josh Hartnett and uh, Harrison Ford are the stars, and there's a scene where they're chasing a corrupt. He, he was a next Jim Carrey for a minute. I feel like he was he was putting a lot of movies as the funny guy, and but they're chasing him, and it's like, and he keeps like jumping into this like uh this like canal in L.A. and Josh Hartnett refused to shoot him or jump in the canal, so he's just jumping this. He's going back and forth. The Harrison Ford's like uh like trying to corner. It's it's I like it because it's a thrilling foot chase. It's funny, and you get all this. But I love a good foot chase in a film. You think about this. You think of uh oh. You won't think this, but I think of Takers. I think of like Chris Brown doing parkour as uh, they. But Takers is a fucking awesome. I love that movie. A good foot chase you can't beat. Where it's yeah, just... I mean, speaking of parkour, like if you do uh, a District Thirteen, which was then was remade into Brick, was, Brick was, Mansions. I, I don't know what that is. District Thirteen is a French movie, but ah, it, it was why. basically like one of the first movies where they did parkour. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's a thrilling opening sequence where this guy's just parkouring have, everywhere have you seen casino Take- royale yeah have, have you seen takers nope oh uh, you just got at least look up the chris brown scene <laughs> he is uh, that i we might have to do that for this one, fucking <laughs> you're gonna hate it though so i mean i'm just gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a worse version i think of it'd the, be a miserable episode <laughs> oh that's you just have you just heard the cinephobe or yeah, <laughs> it's a way better movie than Zach makes it out to be. Like, why do they? Why are they harping so much on Idris Elba shooting the moon? Like, what, what, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Sometimes something really catches you off guard, and you get fixated on it. Uh, but that's, speaking, that's a fucking banger movie. I don't care what anyone says. Speaking of, it's Gary uh, Beasy just take over my entire voice at this point. <laughs> I, you're probably pretty hoarse. We have been talking for yeah. uh, a while. Uh, Too long. But, but let's keep iconic, going. like. Keanu Reeves points the gun at him as he's trying to climb the fence, and then he can't do it. We we get some very close up the eyes, and they found a fucking stunt double that looks exactly like Patrick. <laughs> if you can find a guy who looks like Patrick Swayze under a mask, because <laughs> yeah. this was not Patrick Swayze, this was a stunt double. Uh, Patrick Swayze was uh, promoting ghosts in Europe at the time of this. Yeah, but this is like, it's one of those things where I'm glad you mentioned like, oh, I don't know if I'm sold on the bromance. They didn't spend enough time developing it. Because you are being asked to believe, like, Utah feels strongly enough for Bodie at this point that he can't bring himself to shoot Bodie. There should have been more of him being integrated into the surfing world. A little bit, yeah. You thought I was merely saying that Fast and Furious was better. I'd say they did some things better. I think this movie's just asking you to, like, take... You're just, like... Utah's still finding himself, and so he's really taken by Bodie and the surfer culture. And Bodie is very charismatic, but... He lets Bodie get away. Papa's is mad well, at him. Oh, that's well, well because we'll even you know, like, you don't miss Utah. Yeah, he's but, like, he's like, you're he's, you're either scared or you've gotten too far to cover. You're never scared. He's like, you were either frightened or you're feeling things, and he's just like, and I know you weren't frightened. Yeah. Uh, he's just like, whatever. Uh, so they're they're kind yeah, of man. fucked. Mm-hmm. They're like, 
it, there's no doubt that these guys are bolting. So Utah's yeah, like, think, it's kind of. I think you, Utah thinks it's over. We get a scene with him and Tyler, and she's like, she's like, you look like you want to tell me something, but you just well, can't. Well, because she she already referenced that like after the surfing. By the way, after the initial sexual abuse scene, every other scene they're just naked in bed, so they're just fucking like rabbits at this point. Did you say sexual abuse? No, I said the sex on the beach. Sex on the beach. I was like, wait, what? You can you can clip that. So, <laughs> so ever since the sex on the beach scene, uh, like every other scene with them in, they're just naked in bed. So they're just. I love her like face down well, with her just, back. Like that's out. an iconic. That's got like a goofy football clock. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> But no, that's just like, they're just fucking like rap at this point. Like, cause every, hell cause, yeah. Cause there's this scene and then there's, I think the other scene, but well, she had referenced about, cause I always talk about where obviously I think losing football, he's trying to find a space to belong. And it's very obvious just with him and, uh, you know, uh, uh, John McGinley or whatever like that. He doesn't, he doesn't know if he belongs in an office area, you know, be him beefs. He have a chemistry, so he's getting along there, but she makes a comment when he learns to surf, like you used to have this look of dread on your face, but now you're smiling, you're having fun. Yeah. And when he comes in after this giant chase scene, she says, "You have that look of dread on your face again." Like, yeah, because of course he's all beat up too, and she's like, "She's she, like, I should see the other guy, yeah. right?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> and and she tries to like go to that. Uh, she thinks he he can't. He feels for her and can't admit Which it. I, uh, I I have. We're, we're, <laughs> One thing, all that action chasing it is like, oh my god, we're back to bad Keanu acting. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, this is the time where he needs to tell her like what's up, and he doesn't. So you're like, ah, fuck Utah. Yeah. Uh, Bodie has a really. Good, I'm not going to get into it because we yeah. are running a yeah. little short well, on time. Well, pretty much, but, pretty much, he, he gets into they they want to do something to Utah, but you see, Bodie has like different view. Like we're gonna, we need to do. He pretty much has the view which I said. Okay, now we're in some cult shit. Like this, he yeah. has he has has a gravitational pull on people, and he just has that. And you can believe that with Patrick Swayze, he has that charisma. But pretty much the the other, all the guys want to kill Utah. He says, "No, no, I got this figured out. Let's ride this out." So we're we're on next. Where uh, is this where Tyler uh, wakes up? Uh, yeah, like you see someone with a gun. You think maybe it's Bodie and yeah. the gang here, but it's Tyler. She's figured out that he's an FBI agent, <laughs> and she's like. Why? Why did you tell me you were lying to me? And like, are your parents even dead? And he has like, the, it's so they're, brutal. They're alive in Ohio, actually. <laughs> My parents are in Columbus. I'm an FBI agent, but FBI. you gotta believe me. I I fell in love I with you. I fell for you. <laughs> and then she, I, I felt kind of bad for her because she's like literally only wearing a shirt, and she like has to run out. You just like see her little ass mm-hmm. as she's as she's running. But Tyler's out. Keanu leaves some really ass on messages on her phone. Like, well, then we, then why we get... can't I just say what I mean? Uh, like, why, why can't I just act right? <laughs> but we get to the most unbelievable part of the movie where I, where I'm just, it took me out of it. Like literally he had a full fist fight with Bodie under a mask and he just waltzes back into this gang. Like they're, they didn't know it was me. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I was watching it this time and I was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure Justin's going to be like, oh, so they like don't know it was him because the movie doesn't do a great job of conveying this, but what it's asking you to believe is that everybody knows what's up at this point, but Bodhi's having him sky jump with them anyway. Like Keanu knows that Bodhi knows he's an FBI agent. Why is he there? And, and, but he's like being pressured into doing it like almost like peer pressured, but it's like, it's probably you're right it is the most like leap of faith weird what? moment of my, the movie where you're like why would he go along my, with my this? next note is the fast and furious all that just said 
well, this doesn't make sense. We got to change this. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's definitely very like 90s. Like you're just supposed to go along yeah. with it. It's mostly just an excuse to have a skydiving yeah, scene. There's so many just excuses. <laughs> there's like, some good tenseness though, because he's like, I hurt my well, knee yesterday. Well, he's yeah. like, well, good thing we're landing in the water. And he like shoves the yeah. pack back. Well, there's at also him. the thing where it's like, who packed my shoe? I did. Well, no, actually, you just try his, right? And they like swap. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool because you're like, what the fuck's going on? Because you, you mainly think that they're going to fuck with his shoe and he's going to like. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, is he going to die here? Uh, but you get this thrilling skydiving sequence. And it's, I will say, you couldn't pay me any amount of money to go skydiving. Fuck no. Uh, and even watching it, 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 like, I was like getting a little nauseous watching this oh, scene. Oh, that's not it. Like, uh, and so like they did really film like stunts doubles skydiving and then they had like this wind tunnel crane they'd created for the close-ups but just like a fun they all come together what you're supposed to i think take away from the scene and tr is... truly what you took away yourself is just as meaningful as what i'm about to say but i think that in the movie bodie bodie i think does love johnny utah and he's been betrayed by him but so he's giving him this one last thrill i i also uh, think you're supposed to maybe you're maybe if you had a better actor you're supposed to believe i think that keanu is on the fence like do i want to bust these guys do i want to join them and this yeah is and, to be like, i mean he has a great time skydiving yeah, this, with them. this is supposed to be like i think like where he comes back he's like do they accept me back do they not sorry <laughs> there's this moment where neither of them will release their shoots yeah. and you realize they're both daredevils, but you're, you're right in that maybe a better actor could have conveyed this better, but mm -hmm. the coup de gras is like, Hey, I need to talk to you. He pulls him into a, a van. Oh yeah. We kidnapped Lori Petty and she's going to be killed if you don't like do everything we say. What, and I ha <laughs> and P Swayze has been really good throughout the movie. He has a moment here where I'm like, this is odd. Where he's like, I don't want to do it with Lori. She was my woman. <laughs> she was my woman it's we like we we had time to, we shared time together <laughs> oh, like uh swayze correct. there is a great exchange though where he's like i am an fbi agent fbi <laughs> fbi agent and patrick's the thing is like patrick swayze kind of saves it by being like i know isn't it cool like <laughs> it's like he's so unhinged uh yeah. long and short of it I though do, is, i do have to add this point like i get this live movies i'm interested in i quit taking notes and it's just like i'm just gonna enjoy this ending uh so we're still on a good note by the way. they they force utah to commit a robbery with them it's pretty intense i i love them gearing up and being like it's a thrill man it's yeah. great uh they, they pass out oh the sorry we don't have a mask for you yeah they pass them i guess you don't get to be a president it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's pretty cool uh they they go in swayze's unfortunately a little too far gone which is i think what they were trying to get at with him going extra with the flamethrower like he's just too far gone at this point yeah. But he demands they get in the vaults uh, and they go. It takes too long. There's an undercover cop. He shoots at them. Everything goes sideways. One of the guys goes down. I don't remember if it's LBJ or is it Kennedy? Uh, is Kennedy one of the other ones? Like, I, it's because really? we, we, no. we have Nixon, Reagan, LBJ, and I don't somebody else. I, I just probably kept, Kennedy. <laughs> I kept track of, by the way, uh, we also, uh, so was Rosie, who's a Lee Turgenson, a uh, uh, Beecher, if you Oz fans out there. Was he part of the gang or? He, I mean, he he's part of it, but I don't think he does the robberies. Okay. Well, I think he's he, like, I think he's the muscle. Because well, he mentions like, because Swayze's like, that's why I got Rosie. I can't do it. Well, you, you get this idea that uh, Swayze is very nonviolent. He, and stuff he, like he that. preaches this nonviolence, but he's a little hypocritical. Yeah, hypocritical. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so uh, basically how I just, <laughs> it's bad, but so 
the two blonde haired guys, long haired blonde haired guys in the gang, interchangeable. One I, I figured out later, one's I think his name Roach. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the other guy is. And there's the short haired guy, which I lost track of him somewhere in there. It's like yeah, it's it's a lot of nameless people we don't spend a lot of time on. Which right. I will say that the Fast and the Furious we knew. We knew all the side characters in that gang. Just saying. <laughs> was it was Jesse and uh, Vince? I don't know. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I have that movie on DVD, though. <laughs> and it's. I just want to add again, it's a shame what that franchise has done to that first movie. That first movie is a really, I think, a good movie for what it is. For an action movie, it's good, but then we just have to ruin it with all kinds of dumb, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's just... Uh... We don't have a ton of time left, so yeah, I, I don't. We're, we're, I don't, I don't we're, we're, we're on the edge. We can burn through this yeah. rapid fire. Well, the the robbery goes sideways. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Like well, Utah gets shot. Swayze well, gets shot. I'm using the actors and characters' names interchangeably at this point, but but well, we had saw and, them put on bulletproof vests. Yeah. Pretty classic. Yeah. Like Utah rips the shirt well, back. When, when he gets shot, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, he's got a vest. But we also <laughs> add what does the man is for some reason Swayze tells they. Make a note. They never go to the vault. They use they go to the teller's drawers. They take right. what they can. Swayze has them go to the vault, and Keanu says, "We don't have time for this." And then, uh, off-duty cop wants to be the hero, and he pulls. I love his gun. the security guard. It's like, don't do this, man. Just don't do well, this. You, what, you He's think like, you're he, gonna back me up, right? <laughs> well, yeah, for my what twelve dollars an hour, I'm gonna back ridiculous. you up. Ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the undercover cop does kill one of the guys, and. So Swayze fucking pretty a gorgeous shot. I think of Swayze with the fucking revolver and just, just dome, putting it out and just domes the security guard uh, just fucking blows him away. And he looks really tortured as he does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of one of their guys dies. He fucking knocks Utah out. Utah comes to John C. McGinley's just in there being like, well, that's just fucking great. Utah, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're, under- they're arresting him. Do you know your rights, Gary? He's like, he knows his fucking rights or whatever. John C. McGinley starts trying to chew them out. I love this moment where he's like, uh, I wrote it down, actually. Uh, he's like, he's like, you know what? You came in. You think you tell me what to do? He's like, I've been an agent since you were jacking off to the lingerie section of the Sears catalog. I've been an agent since you've been jacking <laughs> off to the lingerie section of the Sears catalog. He's like, you know what I learned? He's like, yeah, what's that? He's like, yeah. punches oh, him. Fucking knocks him he's out. He's like, respect for my elders. Respect for my elders. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah, you want you want some playing wife to take Utah? I want you me to take him down. Yeah, he grabs Utah. Utah's like, I know where they're going. I know where they're going. Yeah, San- I figured you would. Santa Monica Airport. <laughs> they go. Utah confronts Bodie. There's like a kind of an awkward standoff. Uh, it's it's yeah. we still get bad cop work from Gary Busey. He gets just jumped by. Yeah, it's like I just like this is some bad. And, and this cop. is the moment. And this is the moment awful, where I go, oh yeah, Busey dies. Awful. In this. Well, I expect him to die because like <laughs> this is a night. Really, in the early nineties, like this is more. This goes back to I think even the original Predator because you have so many big stars in that, but everybody dies but Arnold and the woman because that's how I felt like it was in those. Everybody dies. Yeah, we we got one guy because. You know, we didn't. I I feel like they they feel like lovable characters need to die back then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. It, but yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so the blonde guy named Roach uh, gets the drop on Busey. Well, Busey shoots him and then turns his back on him, and then he gets the drop. He shoots him, and then uh, Swayze shoots him. Right. Well, Busey takes out a couple of the guys. Takes out short-haired guy. Uh, like he takes out the last two henchmen that are left, but then Roach, I think, is still alive. He lifts up his gun shoots Busey a couple times in the back. Mm-hmm. Utah and Busey have like a I keep using the names no! 
no <laughs> he runs over he doesn't uh fucking papas doesn't even get a last line no. he's just like I, I hear him go my time's short and then he just like dies yeah. and you're like wait what T- take care of business Tom. <laughs> and then like swayze ga- gathers up the guy grabs utah they get in the plane it's just like they're like we're gonna yeah. do we're gonna do another skydiving sequence yeah. so and at this point we, at this point utah's like you won man just let tyler go just let her go man you won and he's like well, we, no we, you're coming with i do have to say i'm still really enjoying this point i said okay this ending is getting to the point of dragging at this point yeah they hit in the plane they're going to mexico they're looking for their drop point here uh, like there's like there's some like tense exchanges i kind of yeah. like where like Swayze's like really freaking out over Roach, just being like, like I'm getting cold. Like, oh, here's, your, here's your jacket. Here's your jacket. And so, you're, you're, I, I love when Keanu's like, you're, you're losing blood. You're and, getting cold because you're losing blood, Roach. You're going to die soon. <laughs> uh, but I, which I thought at that point that guy had the most ass on death. <laughs> I thought he died right there. I was like, that's so ass on, but no, he hadn't died yet. Yeah, but basically mm. this is pretty thrilling we'll, because like we'll get to the moment where my nose is this just jump the shark <laughs> well you uh, know what it is too <laughs> so uh swayze helps the guy boots him out has the last exchange with with keanu and then tumbles backwards at the point again thrilling just to see yeah, the real actor he just makes a comment he just goes like, adios amigo and backwards keanu with no pack <laughs> yeah this is where i'm like ugh. <laughs> But the thing is, for me, as someone that's so terrified by skydiving, this is like so intense to, if you really put yourself in the shoes of jumping out of a plane with no pack, that's so fucking crazy. Uh, this also makes like, uh, well, yeah, I just, I just saw that. I'm like, um, okay. Like, okay. Like this needs to have, a no, real... none of it's realistic. No, no it's, <laughs> it, I, it, yeah. I mean. There, there's not a, there's not a, so, you won't find one fiber of my being being like, well, actually this, and actually it's, it's just, it's just over the top nineties yeah. action. Like it's just fun. Like, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so then we get to the, we, uh, we get to the, them going down, uh, Utah catches up with Swayze. Uh, they kind of have another moment, like pull it, pull it, Cause Utah has a gun on Swayze. I yeah. Think he took the gun that Swayze chucked. Yeah. Uh, and he's like pull the string he's like you're gonna have to pull it drop the gun uh and he's like the fuck you <laughs> and then we, well, when they get down we see roach has died uh admit <laughs> yeah, it. i, I feel like it would have been a lot cooler had like they've been has swayze have been waiting on him to land with him and he dies mirror doesn't pull a shoe he just fucking splats i thought it would have been hilarious that, if he didn't pull his shoe i'm sad that he pulled that, that would have been so much better i feel like because it had been yeah. like this shit <laughs> yeah other yeah. than he just he's just dead like anticlimactic but th- they have a scuffle but ultimately uh you know rosie drives up swayze does let Lori petty go they mm-hmm. have a like like i, I would have liked a couple like i'm sorry's from keanu here at this point mm-hmm. but Lori petty if you think about what she's been through she is like happy to see yeah. keanu well, and they're hugging i i actually really like how frantic she is with like embracing him i know she's she's definitely good like she like she has no negatives really as far as acting and her character i mean for for you though like i think the the headline for this whole chunk though is like how are you feeling watching the bad guy get away i i just like (laughs) this is gonna kill you again but at this point i'm just so blown away by how much like how similar this is the fast and the furious i'm just Thinking what Fast and the Furious did, I'm like, I like that so much more. Like it, <laughs> they tried to make sense. Although the the biggest fucking plot, I will say, the biggest point in the Fast and the Furious where I'm just shake my head is where they do the big final heist and 
this is the one heist because we know it's them. They don't wear all the disguises and everything like that. Like <laughs> ridiculous, you know, but uh, yeah, but so I'm just thinking like, okay, like this is still like the, I'm still not, I'm still like keyed in on this. I want to see the ending. I want a good ending. And they, uh, and they, in my opinion, they don't, the ending's not, but they don't deliver a good ending in my opinion. They don't like, even like Fast and the Furious, like the bag, I guess the way it's Paul Walker. What are you doing? It's like, I owe you a 10 second car. Like, oh yeah, you're right. And he drives off or we get, this is just kind of, I just feel like when it, it's, whenever you're building a final ending, but then you delay it for X amount of layers, like, yeah, it's kind of lost its luster. Like we're not, like we're supposed to believe you still, this is still like as intense as it was in that moment, like fucking years later, whatever it was. Yeah. I think it's, I do like this final sequence where it gets, it was alluded to at the party. Swayze's like, the 50 year storm yeah. it's real i'm yeah. gonna be there to catch those waves and so what happens is keanu reeves catches up to swayze on the beach in in australia fun fact this was filmed in oregon uh <laughs> but yeah, just like australia yeah <laughs> and the waves themselves were filmed in hawaii if people want bts facts uh but he catch they have they have like a fight swayze can't well, quite bring himself well, to yeah. kill keanu you get some expedition from keanu where it's like yeah, almost well, caught up well, you almost well, caught up mexico to you in Fiji. found Found some, found some uh, waste nothing here with Rosie. Got a knife fight with somebody who should have been lost. But with a couple weeks behind you in Fiji, I was caught here. But I knew you'd be here for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got really bro yeah. uh, yeah. But uh, he handcuffs him. So he's like, no. Which I, no! Uh, which, like I said, I said, a huge fight scene loses its luster when it's fucking month, years, months delayed. Sure. It's just like. This yeah. was this was reshot. I don't know what the actual original ending was. I didn't really do a lot of. Maybe they really did just ride off in the sunset I, and end it. I, I, I double check. I did what I tried to get trivia, but I was. I usually do a much better job going through trivia, but uh, I didn't this time. But ultimately, though, what happens is like. He's like, you know, I can't do well in the cage. Just let me do one wave, man. He lets him go. Yeah, like, what do you? All these Australian guys are like, probably not Australian. Yeah, there's some Quentin Tarantino Australians. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I might. How dare you let him go? You let him go. Did uh, the dango eat you, baby? <laughs> he, but we see Swayze wipe out, get yeah. crushed by like a 25 foot wave, and see Keanu toss the badge. Yeah, into which the... I said, I don't understand this ending. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like it, it wasn't for him man uh After, I, I would have been more satisfied seeing keanu and Lori petty together. I, also, I also have to add so keanu was supposedly going to jail for robbing a bank <laughs> his only ally gary Busey, got killed and it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. that's the end fast and furious did it better just saying credits uh what do you rate this movie rate this movie uh once again uh, i've curb my grading scale quite a bit i've given some good movies five just because i consider them a good viewing experience but probably not gonna go back to it uh i didn't fall asleep in this one which i can't remember the last movie we did i can say that about probably honestly like probably the gentleman maybe or no I, yeah because i fell asleep during seven psychopaths probably the gentleman was the last movie we watched where i didn't i didn't fall asleep this held my attention the entire time even the poor ending it uh you know i still was there and it, did, it wasn't an ending that just killed my whole vibe like you know the reservoir dogs with the lazy everybody dies i didn't understand sure. i didn't understand the ending but they it was a movie that held my attention i loved the experience if i'm scrolling through movie channels i see this i'm probably gonna throw it on there just to see like you know the raid scene or just see you know uh gary Busey just being like i said the freaking gobble of fire award him and keanu reeves <laughs> like they, gary Busey kills it swayze kills it uh 
I've gotten pretty consistent with this rating because this is my rating of where I like the movie and I would watch it again. This is a seven. Like seven is a pretty like I feel like five you think is average. Five is like I didn't hate it and I'll watch and I'll watch and I'll probably check out scenes on YouTube maybe. Yeah. Six is like okay, it was okay, but I can't rate it better than this. But it has and it has to be better than this movie. But I can't put this movie. So seven is like I liked it. It was a good experience. I'll watch it again. And I just really, I, nothing made me hate it. I don't have, I have no, I have questions, but there's really no negatives around it. It's definitely up there with, uh, all my other sevens, Congo, seven psychopaths and, uh, sleepers. Like it's just overall good viewing experience and there's nothing made me hate it. Wow. What rarefied air for point break to be in the same conversation as Congo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Congo was a sweep a uh, file a uh, file on cinephobes so. <laughs> suck it amy good gorilla <laughs> um this one's tough for me to rate because i don't necessarily think it's a good movie i just no. have a good time watching it yeah. it's too long yeah this exactly. is this is a quintessential it should be fucking 90 minutes mm. on the dot type movie yeah. but for some reason these 90s action movies they stretch out a little bit because the action sequences <laughs> they just take time and, and I feel like these guys are such stars. They want to give them, they wanted to give Patrick Swayze more time to be Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the time I spend with this movie. I, I'd like it to be a little shorter, but I'm also like, I am, I am personally thrilled, like seeing people really skydiving, seeing people really running and jumping mm -hmm. over fences and just like real squibs and like just all, all the stuff that it just feels so palpable and the chemistry and, and you know, I don't want to whine about a movie being too long when I also whine about movies not breathing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know what to rate this fucking movie because it's not one of my favorite movies no. by any stretch of the imagination. I just appreciate it for what it is. I'm a late comer to it. I only yeah. saw it for the first time a few years ago. Mm -hmm. This isn't a movie I grew up with. I'm not precious about it. Uh, I do mm -hmm. love most of the people in the movie. Gary Busey, like we said in the Predator episode, uh -oh. there's only one Gary Busey. Keanu Reeves, love him or hate him, he's he's pretty damn watchable. Yeah, I love Lori Petty. Patrick Swayze's just the, fucking iconic. Keanu's I will I love Keanu too, but if there's a moment where he's unwatchable, it's just he's borderline in this movie. They're just like I said, one of my quotes was Jesus Christ, Keanu. Like Yeah. Uh and but you know, it's like you know, I gave I gave uh sevens on this show are usually reserved for pretty damn good movies. So I think I'm going to, I know you did a tangent recently about 0.5s being bullshit and all that mm -hmm. good stuff, but I think we're going to let, I think we're, oh, you know what? Fine. Six, a, a six yeah. out of 10 for point break. That's, that's what it is. It's a really, it's, it's not a great movie, but it's a good, it's a good viewing experience. There's nothing to really hate about it. I mean, you, and it, it's, it I keep, love the way it's shot. It I keep, think it's, I think this movie's gorgeous. It keeps your attention. Like. The highly rated movies I have on here, like obviously the gentleman is very high for me. Like I'm, I'm, I was so in the moment with that one. That's still the highest rated movie we've done that I've given to. <laughs> but well, number one, why that movie hits well with me? Cause I was five minutes away from like tired out of my mind going to take a nap. And that movie just woke me up. Well, so, spe uh, speaking of other movies though, uh, any recommendations? Uh, I got plenty of this. Uh, want to go into, uh, like, you know, obviously the fast and the furious is very similar. If you want to go to like deep cover and kind of like losing yourself, a movie that very a movie that I watched in the '90s. I'm not sure if it's a. I wanted to recommend it, but I'm not sure whether it holds up well. It's called a In Too Deep. It's a Omar Epps and LL Cool J. So, okay. So really, I I think it's 
it really goes into that 90s era where they discovered like they wouldn't have put rappers in movies but i like it i think for all shortcomings of actor l cool j does l cool j plays a bad guy in the movie which he never is so and he does and he has some really good moments where he like shows just like being like this he plays this, like dominating drug drug dealer and he's almost intimidating at times where he comes off and okay uh definitely that one um i showed you a couple charlie sheen ones i haven't seen them so i can't really recommend them and takers another one with takers gents uh, <laughs> i love there's a lot of similarities other than the undercover agent but definitely like the bank robbing portion where you have a good team who has a set goals and when they stray from those goals when they get themselves in trouble but yeah so I got I I love heist movies too. So like when I say that opening that first scene is a top five heist scene, like definitely like Takers has got to be on there. Cause it's one of my favorite heist movies, probably. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I haven't seen it, so maybe I'll have to maybe I'll have to check it out. You, You'll hate it. You spoke you spoke pretty highly You'll, of it. it. This this might be a Planet of the Apes type thing where <laughs> you were gonna uh, look at that and think uh, Hayden Christian's a terrible actor. Uh, Chris Brown's not very good. Uh, Michael Ely, I love Michael Ely. I also Ely. just don't like Chris Brown because of all the yeah. stuff that he did. It's not really very like, <laughs> no. no, but where I got blind spot, I've, I love Idris Elba. I also love Michael Ely. I lo- sure. I don't. He's one of those people that that's like, God damn, he's fucking handsome as fuck, and he just has that charisma. It's like, why didn't people do things with him? But anyway, yeah. yeah um, we mentioned Speed. Mm-hmm. It's just it's another fun Keanu action movie. Yeah, speed, yeah. Uh, talked about Roadhouse already, but I. Just want to go on record. I really, really like the movie Roadhouse. I think if you like this kind of stuff, I can't imagine you go wrong with Roadhouse. Speaking of Catherine Bigelow, I really do like her vampire movie Near Dark. It's slow and thoughtful and probably not as vampire-y as people that like vampire movies want, but it's almost more like a neo-Western type movie. It's just it's just a fun movie. I wrote down Lethal is Weapon it, for it, some reason. Hyper violent, but it knows this. <laughs> uh, I just think like Lethal Weapon is like a real quintessential like late mm. '80s, early '90s action movie. Along with that, uh, I st- this movie also got me thinking about stuff like Con Air and The Rock. I I think you can't go wrong with like '90s right. Nick Cage in this era. I, I do think that whereas like Keanu Reeves is this whoa like Nick Cage, God Nick, it's Nick Cage. You know what are you gonna do? Um, I, I did want to mention Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, shit. Cause like they do parody the iconic scene in this movie where mm. Nick Frost rolls onto his back and like fires his gun into the air. Cause he can't bring himself to shoot. Uh, and then we mentioned triple X, but uh, I also want to add, don't even pump into, but Omar Epps does a really good job. That movie of playing someone who's so far undercover. He does not know what to do. Like, <laughs> I love that movie. Um, and then, you know, speaking of action modern, I, I do like the John wick movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first one's really good. The next two are fine, and then the fourth one is just pretty cool. It, they they start to get a little over the top, but they're just like good stunts, good gun foo. Uh, Keanu of, Reeves is still not a good actor, but it doesn't. The movie cunning, doesn't ask him to do anything. He's just a lot like, of uh, cunning stunts in that film. Huh? <laughs> he just does a lot of like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Well, <laughs> well, they kind of just did the best of Keanu there. They just have a lot of shooting scenes and keep his dialogue to a minimum like, he trains like a motherfucker uh, he looks great with a gun uh, my wife gave me that dog that was the hope that your son took from me <laughs> but john week we gotta go so uh, uh we made better time than last time 
Yeah. Well, last time true, we're, true, we're, true. we're we're literally shutting this off and running to the door, so we're not locked <laughs> in here. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate you guys listening. Rate it on Spotify. I don't fucking know. Uh, uh, but we, I, I need to save the episode and put a couple things. away. If I so. can add a red herring, I have. So next would technically be my pick. I have a. I went through a long set of lists for Jake, and we're just going to see where we go with this. Do I want to torture Jake, or do I want to get his opinion? We'll see. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you on the flip-flop later. Bye.